In this world, is the destiny of mankind controlled by some transcendental entity or law? Is it like the hand of God hovering above? At least it is true that Ryan, Steve, and Joey have no control, even over their own show. Welcome to No Guts, No Glory, the Berserk Podcast! Today on No Guts, No Glory, Volume 5, Chapters 20, 21, and 22, which include the finishing chapters of Nosferatu Zod and the first chapter of Master of Sword. Master of the Sword. The Bader. <laughs> that was a little rough because I forgot to write the title of the thing. So I don't really have an earmark here. <laughs> we got uh, it. Yes. Oh, baby, we got it. Hot, hot. Oh, we got it. <laughs> Is that from something? Uh, yeah, yeah, the Polar Express. Oh, Polar, yeah. Oh, that's right. That's the Polar Express. <laughs> oh, God. That... I've never seen. Wait, what? Oh, you've never seen that? Oh, no. Man. Who wants to watch that dumb movie? Oof. Whoa. I just read the Whoa. book where they drink hot chocolate. But I want to watch that pedophile Tom Hanks. Sir no, he plays that for one character, right? Come on. <laughs> Yes, because he is homeless, he's a pedophile. Okay, hold on. That was my favorite version of him, though. <laughs> hold on. Hold on. <laughs> he was the most honest and, and straightforward version. Oh, he's he he he's playing into the whole COVID lie, and you know, out there, you know, molesting children in Australia. <laughs> he's telling it how it is. Get eye, little kid. <laughs> no. uh, uh, but yeah, yeah, no, that was just a movie I did not care about whatsoever. Well, yeah, because I was. It was, we were in our early 20s when I was going to say 20s. I saw it on a date with a girl mm-hmm. that I dated for, I don't know, a month or something like that. Uh, and I remember kind of liking it, but also like, it's only like a 15 page book. That's yeah, that's why I was art. like, how is this a movie? And it just basically becomes like a roller coaster movie, which is really yeah, strange. Okay. Yeah. And, uh, but man, old Pino, my dad, mm. was obsessed. With trains. Hot chocolate. (laughs) We got it. It was just like, (laughs) I fucking didn't shut up about it for fucking. That's the only thing I remember from the book was like how delicious the hot chocolate was or something. And they make a whole song about it where Tom Hanks is kind of sing talking and the waiters are like floating and jumping and flipping. It's like be our guest, but like winter and weird CGI people. Yes. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I liked the movie because I was a child when it came out. And also, right. I knew about the book and was read the book as a very small child. Um, mm. so, I was read the book. <laughs> yeah, very well, I did read things. Yeah. was big into trains when yes. I was yeah. that age. Yeah. So, you know, this was a winter train. He's so train sexual. <laughs> right, right. Going into I those thinking about him that way. Those what? tunnels made of flesh. <laughs> what? There was that uh, tunnel scene. I don't know. It is. <laughs> It is a beautiful book for sure. Like it's like you could frame almost every piece of art in there, yeah. but uh, almost like Berserk. Except That'll be our holiday uh, Berserk <laughs> where we just go through the book right. Polar Express. <laughs> 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 but like, see if there are any Berserk themes in the Polar yeah. Express. Yeah, so yeah. yeah. How can we tie it to theme? There's like themes of fate and duality and stuff in there. And right. Weird yes. chocolate and stuff. Interdimensional stuff, I guess. In a can weird way. Blue right. Jacket Boy change his <laughs> own fate? <laughs> uh, 
Going I, to the North Pole. I did find the the character that's the nerdy character. Yeah. Even when I first watched it, I was like, this feels anti-Semitic because <laughs> oh, what? he's like he's like a little he's a little nerdy like Woody Allen kid and he kind of like tries to ruin everything. Yes. Well, yeah, yeah, he transforms into a devil yes. in the book, right? And <laughs> yeah. And the conductor fucks him, yeah. which is really why exactly was drawn to the role. Because uh, yeah. in the Australian version of the book only is there the scene where he turns to a devil. Exactly. But that's really the canon version because everyone like knows that version. Yeah. Kind of yeah. the Berenstain Bears effect thing. Right, effect. right, right. It's only two print runs of the that. The hell is a Berenstain Bears effect? <laughs> Berenstain Bears. You know, I know Mandela what the Berenstain effect. Bears are. Yes. But, but what the hell is the effect? It's one of the examples of the Mandela effect because everyone remembers the Berenstain Bears being spelled with the Steen being S-T-E-I-N. But in fact, it's Berenstain. It's S S T A I N. But like literally, what me and hell? everyone in existence is like, no, it's Berenstein Bears. Now, yeah. some there's the a argument. mix, which is why it's yeah, like we're in multiple realities, right? Because like some, I mean, some people are very specific and say that when they started doing certain experiments with the CERN super collider, the Large Hadron Collider, that it literally pushed us into an ultra, which is like, that doesn't yeah. actually make quantum sense. And it's, <laughs> but, it's uh, called the Mandela Effect because everyone's like, he died in prison. Everyone's like, no, he was free and yes. living forever. Like, all, like so many people thought, like remembered news stories about Nelson Mandela dying in prison, mm-hmm. right. but he didn't. And so... Um, but, people, but there's a lot of references where it's like Fruit of the Loom never had the cornucopia and like, mm-hmm. I don't know, a bunch of other goofy stuff. Yeah, uh, which which you can make the argument that simply that because of the of kids reading like very cursive kind of weird letters on those books uh, and because their parents pronounced it Berenstein. Yeah, that their minds just kind of imprinted that yeah. on the Berenstein lettering, Bears. You know? And yeah. then the, then you don't read those books, you know, past age eight or something. Um, fun because I got my VHS tape here from when oh, I was yeah. a kid, and it's got got the proper writing on it. Yeah. So. Professor Actual Factuals in there teaching about yeah. science and shit. Uh, <laughs> Berenstein Bears and Garfield um, trade paperbacks. The first books that I learned the joy of reading on the shitter uh, when I was mm. a very young kid, uh, oh. which Pino did teach me as well to yeah. take twenty minute shits, read stuff, whatever. Yeah, uh, I, think I the even first... brought in. God, this is going to make the fucking people that want us to get to Berserk immediately so pissed off. But uh, telling stories about Berserkenstein. How, how you used to eat buttered bread while you shit in the toilet. Yes, I did. I, I would go and make my toast or even just leave it cold. Ugh. Bring it into the toilet, take a shit, and I'd have some butter. You know, I think I tried to eat dinner doing that once, and then my mom got really mad. It's like, my what, mom, what are you out, doing? Like, Never do that again. You can't be, because I think I left the plate in there. Oh, right. What I think I had a box of chicken nuggets or something that was, you know, mowing down. I was like, I don't want to get, let them get cold. <laughs> it's like, uh, no, don't, don't I do that. I gotta make room, but they will get cold. Don't you yeah. understand? <laughs> I'm in, mother. Well, I while we're my... PMIing, uh, yeah. I, I, <laughs> okay, I don't know if anyone's done this, but like I would, you know, I'm on the go. I'm I'm going places. Uh-huh. You know, I got places to be. Uh-huh. I got shit to do. Yeah. Um, Asian girls to date. You know, <laughs> I gotta I gotta go fast. Shit's to right? go. So, so, so sometimes I would be like, well, if I just stand, if, if you're a guy and you stand up while you pee, uh-huh. right? Okay. But like, why not just also be brushing your teeth at the same mm. time? You have one hand to adjust the stuff. That's true. All right. You have one hand oh, to brush. Two. Wash the on. one hand after yeah. you're done. 
and it's double the it's double the things. It's, yeah. It makes sense, yeah. right? Okay, I don't do that now yeah. because I I don't. Have I thought you were gonna say I started standing up shitting. I, yeah, that's where I thought this <laughs> like taking go in urinals and stuff. And I was like, what? <laughs> I uh, use my no, shower for everything. Shower too to save yeah. time. Really? Yeah. Okay. Because they'll wash oh, yeah. and then brush and whatever. So oh, yeah. where where uh, do they put the where do they put the for, toothbrush when they're done though? They just keep it, it in their mouth. You, you got a cup in there. Yeah, you're a, your, oh, bo- okay. your body has a little toothbrush pocket, whether no. you're a boy or a girl, that you can, you know. I have like three toothbrush pockets in my body. What? <laughs> and then it's right. self-cleaning all day as you walk around and exactly and squeak those cheeks together. Uh, well, I was going to say my first, oh, my first trade was Calvin and Hobbes and then the big oh, book of hell. Oh, yeah. Yeah, the two yeah that wasn't ones. my first shitter books, but those were very quickly in the rotation. Yeah, yeah. Because my mom had... She had like a wicker basket that she'd put on like the fireplace, like in the front mm. of the, on the bricks in front. And they were stacked with like Sunday paper trade comics. So it was like yeah. tons of Calvin and Hobbes, uh, a lot of the Berkeley Breathed stuff, which was like Bloom County and Outland with with Opus the Penguin. Mm. And those were like highly political humor. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> of course, I knew them like by heart anyway, even though I didn't get the political humor till later. Right. But, uh, but yeah, so some a little bit of um, Doonesbury was in there, too. As well as Dilbert, but not as no. popular. So right, right, right. Dilbert, oh, yeah. even the, even even after canceled. being in the corporate He's world canceled. a long time, not not a funny comic. It's like you know, my my stepdad loves Dilbert, like well, because he is Dilbert, exactly yes. the canceled it, version too. Yeah, yes. <laughs> uh, Dilbert. Yeah. Oh, what? I mean, yeah. Uh, my stepdad legally Joey could sometimes yeah. for sure. He does wear the tube jockeys the tube satin jockeys right 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 uh, but he, we've given him shit for that and he's like i don't wear the thongs all the time <laughs> right. i'm like you i don't wear any thongs anymore. <laughs> uh he says sometimes they're just more comfortable <laughs> i just don't want vpl come on you're wearing kirkland denim pants there's nothing you could you couldn't get an x-ray through those there to see anything <laughs> Oh, welcome to No Guts, No Glory, the Berserk podcast, where we <laughs> uh, uh, read Berserk, Kentaro Miura's uh, magnum opus uh, uh, manga series, long running since the 1980s, in publication order. We are currently on volume, you know, finishing out volume five, the last few chapters of volume five, finishing up with old Neil before Nosferatu Zod, finishing up with uh old neil de yes <laughs> <laughs> neil de neil neil and de tyson neil and the grass um yeah. but uh uh yeah we uh we're we're heading to volume six pretty soon and man the little the little teaser page at the beginning of volume six is just such a an iconic little scene i can't wait to talk about that i don't even think it's going to be next time because i think it's like a little early but uh we're getting to some of the real fucking meat of uh, the real fucking reserve, meat. And, yep. and I do colostrum, if you will. <laughs> Did you say Australia? No, I said the colostrum of the book. Oh, yes, mean potatoes. <laughs> uh, colostrum, as you know, Ryan, is the very nutrient-rich, dense part of the breast milk. Oh, uh, yes. you know, and, if I worked at Blizzard, I might know, but mm. you, know. <laughs> <laughs> you do have a friend that works at Blizzard. <laughs> yep. does, does he design? uh angels colostrum for overwatch 2 or whatever even though it's in that straight they're trying you're to talking about mercy mercy or whatever yeah <laughs> no. uh, so i know what you're talking about yeah. yes because <laughs> she looks like an angel right yes yeah yeah so that's the whole point what's the who's the dumb 
the dumb Cockney British one. What's her name? Uh, the main chick from the first one that's like. Oh, oh, the cavalry's yes, here. Yeah, it was yeah, her tracer. Butt. Yeah, yeah, there we go. Yeah. yeah. And the she's, butt controversy. Yes. The lesbian controversy. Yeah, yeah. All that stuff. Mm. Yeah. Definitely seen the most uh, porn ad, Overwatch porn ads over the years of the the cute, chubby snow girl who's like a really nerd. yes. You yeah. must be targeted for different things I because so. I get the diva stuff. <laughs> oh, so. okay. oh yeah. that's yeah, that's true. Yeah. Um, but uh, anyway, <laughs> colostrum aside, uh, yeah, we are we're getting uh, you know the supernaturals back in Berserk here, baby. Uh, oh, you love uh, supernatural. We get some, <laughs> <laughs> uh, we get some. Uh, really interesting probing apostles. Even <laughs> <laughs> well, other podcasts. Well, yeah. um, it's a religious one, though. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It has nothing to do with Zod. Yeah. 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 This episode, pa- uh, Peter or whatever. Yeah. I can remember, <laughs> one, of, I can remember <laughs> one of their fucking names. Yeah, I'm like, I have no idea. <laughs> but, uh, Peter, Could you imagine what's Peter. below that robe? Right. <laughs> and that's just all of them. Yeah. All <laughs> the same and whatever. Just an hour. Uh, oh god! Can you imagine just the smell. You know, people back then that funk, the sandals, the sandal funk. That would. He said they were much Gale bigger. Back sandal wood, uh, though. You know, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. But uh, yeah, we get really interesting, like playing with the art this time structurally, where like the beginnings of the Zod chapters are not the normal shaded, like uh, super shaded, detailed artwork. It's just kind of like an enhanced normal panel that's also like out of time. Like it's not even. It looks like in the same time period, but I'll talk. We'll talk about it more. But I thought that was really interesting. Uh, where chapter three is with uh, guts, and chapter four is with Griffith, not in the scenes that they are about to, you know, that we're about right. to see. But um, yeah, yeah, it's uh, it's uh, it, it's it. This went by really fast. I mean, they always usually do, but like, I just I don't know. It's so well. I, yeah, so, these these odds were just a lot of fighting with some commentary and or text and then the other one was just all the fancy lad talk yeah uh, <laughs> and almost this fight. entire like three chapter thing that we're going to cover today is in the actual 97 anime yes yeah, i yeah. think maybe also in the movies i, I think so too yeah yeah, yeah. but like ev- almost everything which is yes. pretty rare yeah. um so yeah because there's so much key key um Major key alert. <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> There's so much key stuff. There's so many classic scenes like the the scene on the where where Guts has very quickly recovered from the fight with Zod and he's already training again while thinking about, you know, angrily about Casca. Right. Uh, for some reason that that is like one of the top three like archetypal like platonic images I think of with Berserk is that scene in the 97 anime that, that that's obviously not reflected here but it's reflected in the anime from here but uh i don't know why it's always stuck with me is like him on those steps that you know curve that kind of you know go at a 90 degree angle and stuff not even the griffith conversation like just i don't know why it's like the in the anime the way like all of these scenes are so blue like the the grays in the anime are always very deep gray and blue uh, where in the manga, I actually uh, I picture them a little more balanced and like more everything's kind of shining more and whatever. Mm. But but it had the the 90s anime had the the more kind of muddled flat yeah. type of paint kind of paint job that late 80s anime you know were kind of known for too, right? So because everything's sort of getting shinier as you get to the 2000s, you know, a little more CG, a little more digital printing right. and painting and things like that. Things got crisper and stuff like that, but. Hmm. Um, yeah, they started doing crisper. I was uh, going to say the little gene splicing animator, so they yeah. became better, you know, colorists and things like that. But yeah, um, 
you know, Japan never outlawed eugenics. That's just a, a fact that you cannot contend. Um, but, uh, but yeah, we'll get into a little housekeeping here. Uh, thank you, Ryan, for the beautiful violin intro inspired by Susumu Hirosawa, longtime Berserk uh, media composer, uh, his song Sign 2, Sign the Second. Uh, thank you to Steve for producing that Sonic Wonder, that's Sonic the Hedgehog. Uh, <laughs> See. Because didn't you say gotta go fast <laughs> earlier or something? Rolling around Chili dogs, huh? Follow my rainbow? Follow my Swallow rainbow. Follow my rainbow? <laughs> what kind of um, Tony Tiger are you looking at? <laughs> oh, uh, God, Sonic sucks so bad. Uh, you don't like then, Sonic? I Those mean, games? The it's it's because Sonic fans are so like Sonic's fine. I play like I liked Sonic Adventure on Dreamcast especially, but like mm-hmm. uh, Sonic fans are so fucking annoying, right? Because they think that Sonic is amazing, and it's actually it's never objectively it has never been amazing. Like oh, like you could say the first few games, you know, the first few Genesis games were really solid, really fun in parts, but uh, just like. <laughs> It has such a horrible track record. It's like so hit and miss, like all the games and stuff. But and I, yeah. it's something I like want to like. But uh, the fans are insufferable, and the fans have really just become obsessed with it because of kind of the furry culture that it spawned as well. Mm, mm. Because as his as his cast of of friends right, uh, expanded after the the cartoons that in the mid nineties, and then the Dreamcast Sonic Adventure. He's got all these fucking idiots, right. you know, walking Caricatures. around. Yeah, exactly. And so all these, all these very simplistic, therefore easy to make furry designs. And then people right. just become insufferable because of it. But fun, uh, fun fact about so- the first few Sonic games, I actually overclocked my graphing calculator and that's how <laughs> I played them. Mm. I played oh, wow. On a graphing calculator. Wow. That's yeah. gnarly. Yeah. That's um, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> no color, but it's fun. <laughs> oh, no, it was it was full color. Oh, uh, wow. Okay. Yeah, because I had one of those, you know, fancy things. Mm. But Oh, see, I was used to our te- Texas Instruments where, yeah, you put a game on it, but it was like an old Game Boy yes. uh, style exactly. graphics. Two tones of gray, yeah. basically. <laughs> oh, no. It, yeah, this one was like yeah. the full color. Thing. Mm. Ryan's dad just took an actual Sega Game Gear, but just uh, wrote yeah. graphing calculator in Sharpie yeah. on it. Right. Put some numbers over the A and B. Handed button. a note and said, you're smart. So Ryan was just tone. playing columns, thinking that he was doing an abacus <laughs> right. uh, in math, and then that's why he got an F. <laughs> Uh, but yeah. <laughs> <Too soon. laughs> Mortal Kombat with the blood on. Yeah. Uh, uh, we are streaming this episode record live on twitch.tv slash probing ancient aliens. Probing ancient aliens is Stephen Mai's other podcast where we have covered every episode. I mean, we, we, we stopped, we've moved on to some different content, but that feed is still there. Very similar content, but uh, we covered every episode from the start of the history channels, mega popular ancient aliens show. Uh, currently that we are doing probing Gaia on that show. We've also covered the secret um, of uh, no. Yeah. The secret of Skinwalker yeah. Ranch with our show hungry for Skinwalker Ranch. Correct. Uh, but, uh, and that'll be coming back probably pretty soon actually. But um, uh, we have a review here. So please be nice and leave us five star reviews on your favorite podcast service. Of course it logged me out. Oh, do you want me to read it? Log back in. Why? Why? This is gonna. This is gonna be the bit it. where we we we, yeah. we have every time you're gonna. It's gonna oh log God. you out, and then we're never gonna oh find the review. So fucking annoying. I literally was logged in before, and the classic. It uh, is. Got to say, I'm really oh, enjoying the pod. Uh, good banter. You guys go through the chapters pretty quick. 
and in a good way. I don't remember who said it, but someone there, it says, okay, I'm not reading this wrong. It says, who said it, but someone there dirt on Demon Slayer's name. And I have to say in response to that is, well, you're wrong and I hate you, but not really. <laughs> so I don't. <laughs> hey, through dirt. Through, through dirt. Okay. okay. Yeah. Anyways, keep up the great work, guys. Look forward to future episodes. And if I may ask, what are your guys' favorite Berserk characters and why? Oh, that's right. Yeah, he had a, he asked a good question there. Uh, and that was from uh, Dongman19 via Apple Podcast. So thank you, Dongman19. I've met yes. your 18 brethren, and I've always had an amazing time with them. Yes. Um, yeah, what's, uh, let's go around the horn. <laughs> Ryan, who's your favorite? berserk character oh geez uh i gotta say oh man okay well of all berserk though mm-hmm. is kind of crazy mm-hmm. uh because my initial reaction is just gonna i was just gonna say judo like mm. j- judo is my favorite but judo chop yeah uh, <laughs> judo throw <laughs> he just speaks in the third person just naturally yeah. <laughs> judo knife throw yeah. have well, uh, have you not seen austin powers either no i have not <laughs> wow Demon that's Christmas. a that's a classic uh, part. He's, you know, he's an international man of mystery. And so, but when he does his karate moves, he says judo chop. Like he says it while he does it. Cause like, again, back in the sixties, they didn't really have a lot of karate. Like yeah. that was a new thing. So anyway, yes. don't need to explain <laughs> Austin powers too much. <laughs> and the nuances of the jokes with it. <laughs> but yeah, I'd probably say judo just because his personality, I feel like I would get along with him really well. Mm. And I think he'd be cool to hang out with. I mean, I could say like Guts or Griffith because they're really interesting, right. but I, I don't know. I just like judo. Let, yeah, let's make a rule. I mean, because I mean, I, obviously I would have to say, I mean, I read the fucking story for Guts and yes. whatever. But so let's let's make the caveat that who's your favorite non-Guts character? Yeah. Steve, who's your favorite? Non-Guts? Uh, I'm going to get a caveat and say nude Griffith. Mm, that's actually good because it's like a smash brothers alternate version wait wait exactly. post like yeah it's one of his skins it's yes. like post water yeah water fight or mid-water fight even mid-water yeah. okay bucket, yeah bucket fight griffith yeah, yeah. dripping right. wet yeah now is bucket fight griffith actually the character remember when elden ring first came out last year uh, was he that solo player that was nude with just the bucket ho- yeah. helmet who would come into it people's reveals. worlds and help them kill really hard enemies. <laughs> I, uh, I think he may have been a little too tan. And I'm pretty sure Griffith right, is yeah. pale white, like pale as vampire white. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> He's Griffith white. Yeah. Vampire white. Um, what about you, Joey? This is a tough one. I've never really thought about it. Um, I'm trying to think of who, who I just feel warmth and joy and love when I see them on screen. Um, and not have it be like a cop out or something. I would like to say, I do like Casca, but it's not her. Ooh, I'm going to say uh, later character beast of darkness, because those scenes I love, uh, you know, which, you know, I won't spoil anything here, but the, the dialogue and the struggle between guts and that character uh, is always fascinating. So, and I just love the design of, uh, of that character too. very cool yeah. yes iconic design so. i was considering saying a later character but i figured for the audience at, at hand mm. it's i, I want to the hot wizard trick. no spoilers <laughs> dude yeah. don't get me that started like, yeah. don't <laughs> get me started <laughs> uh morda for those interested yes. all right <laughs> she's only in like one half a chapter too and yep. it doesn't matter dude yep. it does not matter <laughs> she made a couple of big impacts there yep but, uh, <laughs> 
awesome. Honkai uh, Impact. What? Yeah. what? Uh, <laughs> oh, remind. Yeah. Well, real, super quick as a reminder for the next segment. But uh, I saw the PlayStation um, showcase where they like talking about upcoming, you know, revealing upcoming games and release dates and stuff. Yeah. And there was a big thing that Honkai Star Rail was coming to PlayStation 5 finally, instead of opposed to just PC. Yeah. Uh, and uh, but I but it didn't say it on the screen. I had never really seen any of the game before. Yeah. So before I'm, I know what the hell it is. I'm like, man, this is a fucking beautiful looking JRPG. <laughs> like, I couldn't believe like the graphics and stuff, because, you know, like Genshin Impact's not very impressive to me. It's kind of like just cell shaded jankiness or whatever. But because they were trying to do the whole Hyrule thing. Exactly. Right? Yes, exactly. But I was like, when I saw that, I was like, fuck, this looks awesome. And then I was like, Honk- and I was like, God damn it. I want to play fucking <laughs> like because i wanted to play it based <laughs> off the art style alone but that's why uh, i play it. yeah but yeah. it is free so it wouldn't hurt to try once i have time at some point but, uh, i've still anyway. not spent money on it so yeah wow that's yeah. crazy um thank you once again dong man 19 give us five star ratings please it helps us get found uh by other little potential strugglers out there uh, because if you get good ratings and you get them frequently then all of the podcast services will kind of rank you higher in searches or you know top picks or new and noteworthy or all that kind of shit so please give us those nice five-star ratings review us in the comments of that rating if you want you can just give us the five-star rating too but uh uh, if you do we will read it on the air like we just read very appreciated um yeah we uh like to ask each other now how each of us are doing how you doing ryan how you doing how big is your dong man yeah (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. uh that's 19 yeah <laughs> centimeters well, it's still pretty big uh how old was she 19 <laughs> uh how you doing ryan because you're first up on the roster okay batting <laughs> now to explain how he's been doing the last two weeks since the last record ryan last name <laughs> yep hello uh blurring the last name actually reminds me of a movie that I saw recently, mm. uh, Kill Bill for the first time. Oh, oh, yeah, <laughs> they actually blur. I thought it was, you know, that, that is an interesting choice to yeah. just blur the name. But uh, it made it a lot more of a mystery than it should have been because yeah. I didn't really care once they actually told. I was like, wait, they just said her name. Sure, okay, yeah, sure. exactly. It just was kind of confusing by the time the second movie came out and they revealed it. Where I was like, oh, is that who she so is? It's like, just, okay, like she's not like a Skywalker or something. So why does it matter? <laughs> like, you know, <laughs> she's like, I am Palpatine's great granddaughter. <laughs> oh, <laughs> spoiler. Uh, <laughs> yep. Uh, anyway, uh, wait, spoiler for what? <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah. So I, I, I'm doing okay. Uh, I've seen, <laughs> I saw Kill Bill Empire. 1 immediately the day after I saw the Super Mario movie on streaming. Oh, okay. And then the day after that, I saw Kill Bill 2. Wow. Is there three, three Kill Bills or just two? I thought there's just there's two. two. But then he's always talked about a volume three coming out where okay. Vivica A. Fox's daughter on a, on a journey of revenge against Uma Thurman's character. Okay. Because, uh, you know, she kills her and then she's like, she's like, if you ever want to come and fight and then come right, right. you're fighting then come yeah. stick a sword through the cereal box when you're fucking 20 yeah we'll fuck and we'll fight whatever it is yeah cereal box guys cereal <laughs> box if you know what i mean <laughs> uh yeah so I, i've seen some movies uh oh yeah un- unrelated but like i was telling somebody I, I went to like a mixer or something and <laughs> wait and what? like an adult thing where you like go and have drinks oh. with and meet new people and yeah stuff. we know what yeah. a mixer is but yeah like, but it's not usually really very common anymore so you have to give us some content yeah, it's yeah like, there's you know they're like meetups out there you can just go and okay. like it, it's so you just went to a bar 
Uh, well, it was like a lounge bar called. It's called Mesa. It's nice. We've been there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mesa, um, like the lab or camp or whatever the fuck it is over there. Yeah. Uh, and so you oh, found it through meetup.com. Yes. And I was telling. I was telling. Was there a theme or was it just a general? It's just a general. General. You all had to dress up in your military f- yep. fatigues as it was a general. A lot of stolen valor in that. In that yeah. answer. <laughs> I stole three man's purple. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, so I was that telling this guy. <laughs> they were 19. I, <laughs> I was telling this guy like, oh, yeah, like uh, I, I wa- I've watched Finland Saga. You so know? you were flirting with the guy. No, 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 the singles well, some, some dude was like, oh, like what anime have you watched? And I was uh, like, oh, like I've seen Finland Saga. Mm-hmm. And then unrelated this other dude like he walks up and he's like yo i love the hair man like as i'm growing my hair out and he's like what was your inspiration and i was oh, like boy. i had no idea what to say so i was just like uh, vikings uh, and then he Hunk was like Star oh, dude, i love the vikings and then he's like they had a great playoff so i was like wait oh no he's oh, the 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 show. Yeah. oh no, he's god about the oh, no. No, the football like, team. no no uh, Dude, axes and fucking swords, that kind of Viking. Yeah, yeah. It's like, oh, I mean, yeah, I guess that's cool too. <laughs> it's like I've never heard someone actually have that as their first like right. like when I say Vikings, like you don't think the fucking right, team, right. but okay. Also NFL just started, so you got a lot of people out there into it. <laughs> yeah, they're I real guess. high on it right now. Yeah. Uh yeah. Also, is there someone on the Vikings that has hair like you? That's why I was confused. I'm like, wait, do they all it's just so have weird. long hair? Like, yeah, yeah. It's like if there was somebody maybe. known. For I mean, their them. logo has a blonde haired Viking guy. So yeah, I guess so. I don't yeah. know. Or maybe it's for the season. He thought, I don't know. It's a weird place to go for sure. Minnesota Vikings? Is that who it is? Minnesota is the location? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but that was very odd and unrelated. But uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, but so I blew up. Yeah, I've been play, uh, playing some Honkai Star Rail every day because it's a live service game. What is hates. a Star Rail? Uh, you know, it's a train. You should watch Polar Express sometime. <laughs> is it really a train? Yeah, it's actually oh. it's a train that travels through warp holes in space to different uh, like realities and shit. And it. uh, it's basically Cowboy Bebop, but anime. Oh, okay. <laughs> But anime. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we only accept the live the action Netflix, Netflix version, adaptation yeah. as yeah. the canonical original version. Yes. Yes. Uh, it, I, I'm pretty sure it does have some lore from like the other game that they have, which is like Honkai Impact. Um, oh, okay. But uh, yeah, it's it's really its hashtag own not my spike. Yeah. <laughs> not my Spiegel. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it just just been kind of doing some casual things here and there. Oh. Um, that's a, <laughs> what the hell? You, I never you, know what's going to come out of my. Did mouth, you meet honestly. any ladies at the mixer? Uh, I did, and, and uh, you leaders. know, it, it was uh, not very successful. But that's okay. <laughs> just trying to be social. Yeah. Uh, that good. was the kind of the point. Yeah. Uh, every once in a while, I like to do stuff like without people I know, just to like mm. push myself out of my comfort yeah, zone. Yeah, so, that's good. Yeah, that's that's kind of what that was. And I found out that the dude likes Vikings more than Vikings. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, Steve, Steve and I, and um, was that thrilling that went with to with the old think, seafood yeah. that went down the beachcomber. And I ended up ta- having to take a big nasty shit. We, we, it was a singles mixer, but ended up being like 50 but, and over or something. Yeah. And like nobody really there. It, yeah. There was no consolidated, like, oh, this is the group. It was hyper awkward. It was, again, these are all just like, you should just go to the bar. Like, <laughs> <laughs> and I having to shit my pants because we ate somewhere beforehand. 
So I go to the bathroom and the uh, stall door had about a th- literally like a three inch gap. Ooh. Yeah. And it's like uh, not center, but it was almost center the way that the separators like were built. And so it was very So awkward, people could but... get a whiff. They could get a taste at that point. They maybe a taste. <laughs> so somebody, someone reaches through. Hello. Yeah, oh. just their tongue wrapping through the door, just going up and down. <laughs> like that demon at the start of Berserk with the freaking long tongue. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I actually did. I actually did wear my uh, behalit to that uh, mixer. You know, seeing if anyone knew. And mean, then, yeah, if you and, could get a hot, you're just throwing out the vibe. You know, dude. Yes, and that. Well, no, <laughs> but <laughs> but like nobody knew. And then I realized it's really freaking hard to explain Berserk if no one knows anything about like anime yeah. or Berserk. Oh yeah. And yeah, then yeah. I was like, well, what do I even say? Like, uh, it's a dark fantasy anime mm-hmm. where a dude just kills bad things yeah. I, like i don't know which like, just makes it sound like every other fucking yeah. anime or whatever yeah, out there it's... i mean even even brent in our arma group he like the the way that he described it yesterday where <laughs> we were i was like what the fuck are you talking he was just like oh so this guy just gets superpowers and just fucking turns into this bat thing and then that's it and we're yeah. like yeah is he brent, like the main bad guy like it. yeah, yeah we're like is. okay <laughs> come on <Brent. laughs> and then i was like brent you could listen to our podcast since you are <laughs> both of us but, yeah. <laughs> you could do that but yeah that's how i've been doing yes. uh how are you doing steve i'm doing okay uh let's see most recently went to hollywood horror nights mm. uh, out at universal studios hollywood uh that was pretty fun right what's up what <laughs> how many people did you whore out to <laughs> oh all of them um but yeah it was fun all the mazes were good uh good scare zones the, it looked like um, the same group as last year similar group but my brother got covid so him and his family couldn't go what <laughs> wow yeah so vincent got covid and i'm pretty sure he did because he was sick um oh. I never heard of official confirmation. So only um, what three months apart from your Catalina trip or something like that? Exactly, like had? another pseudo family event, and wow. then they get taken out. Which I don't know how they miss getting COVID when his wife had it and they were all together. Right, right. Like I don't know. Uh, I mean, it's what it the is magic weird. Mix Thick is. Nick, uh, my his my sister, his wife. Uh, that's her name. His wife. Yeah. <laughs> um, She's gotten COVID at least twice and he's never gotten it. Oh, wow. At yeah. all. So yeah. well, he's got mm-hmm. that big, big Nick energy. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah, they had the, on the nerdy side, the last of us maze, um, oh, yeah. which was oh, more based on the video game. So oh, nice. I think the creator of the game has done some posts, which I assumed you'd seen Joey. That's why I didn't share them, but um, oh, he oh, does God. like walk through and then how he worked with the team. Neil Druckmann. Uh, on like the script and like all the oh, scenes cool. within there and everything like that. So yeah, the little clip that you sent, it seemed like there was like just like some dialogue between Joel and Ellie from the game going on in the outside kind of. Yeah. That's area. like, as you're going in and then you go into this building and then they're kind of with you're you're kind of walking through scenes basically. Right. So, um, was there the school scene like in a, in like a school gymnasium, maybe, uh, that's no, it was more lower. like a warehouse building oh, type. Okay deal um, you fight a bl- the, the bloater that's in the show that's in the outside scene at night in the show you actually find it in this school gymnasium uh but it's you know it would be cheesy if we talked about it on our last of a spoiler cast on our patreon but um they didn't do what it did in the game because ba- like it basically can like rip explosive gas pods off itself and mm. at you like grenades, which would oh, okay. be a little too cheesy for the show. <laughs> Even right, right, the show right. is about mushroom zombies and whatever. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. So. Uh, but it, no, it was cool. And there was like 
some things I hadn't seen before where they're like yelling at each other and shooting and it like lights up bullets like they're going past you. Oh, that's cool. Into the wall and then the things getting shot and stuff like that. So it was fun. I think there was a, there was a good chunk of mazes because that was like, yeah, Last of Us video game. I was going to get you a cup. Oh. And then at the end of the night when we left, they had sold out. I'm like, how did oh, you wow. sell out of all of just this <laughs> Last wow. of Us glass? You had like 20 or 30 of at the store, like one store. That's cool that it's a uh, so hot sorry about that. But sure. uh, <laughs> also, real quick, uh, I had not expanded the window, so the chat was showing on Twitch here. Uh, and Gmaze at 23, who I don't think I've ever seen before. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it was a while ago. <laughs> wrote Ancient Aliens exists, and then asked, "Why do you guys have exactly the same microphone?" <laughs> because we're a crew. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> we are yeah. the berserkers. We, yeah, we bought yeah. the we bought them all, all at the, the same, same time, time on Amazon mm-hmm. because the reviews are really good for them. So yeah, which they you can't buy these anymore. So yeah, they're gone. Yeah, they're I gone. mean they've been you know updated or whatever. But yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Audio. Yeah, there's like um like a Chucky maze, a Stranger Things maze, like a general Universal monsters, mm. some gross bug guy fake thing for like the tram. Okay. I think Evil Dead and then like uh, Monsters of Latin America or something like that. So, and then they don't do a lot of uh, Blumpkin House stuff. Too. Oh. So. <laughs> do they have any uh, chupacabras in the, the uh, Latin American one? Uh, not, I mean, no, what? no. I think it was like like a, the crying wife and like, or the, oh, yeah. the uh, widow, whatever thing. La Llorona. Something like that. Yeah. Which they've had a La Llorona maze in the past, like purely that. But because, yeah, that, uh, that movie came out a few years ago. Yeah. And then they had Five Nights at Freddy guys running around because like Broken oh, House is doing that movie. Um, but yeah, all in all, that was it was a good time. And then uh, not reading too much right now, but I think I've sent to you guys. But yes, SH Figure Arts Bandai. Yes. Most confusing thing used to be Bandai SH Figure Arts Bluefin, but Bluefin's out of business because they were super shady and oh, Bandai okay. just bought them. Uh, yeah, they're, re- they're coming out with their own line of Berserk toys. Uh, okay. oh, and then yeah. Good Smile, I sent that link. So it's a pre-order for the Femto because it was they've done a whole run yes. of Berserk figures in the past, which are all like hundreds of dollars now. Yeah, I'm definitely going to be choosy and get a couple because we'll be, uh, eventually you'll be switching the Twitch streamers, you know, the Twitch chatter, sorry, uh, we'll be seeing another view. So I'll be, the the background you see behind us, the big square is where the computer's going to go. So you'll be seeing the other side of the room, but I'm going to have some floating shelves back there uh, and going to definitely probably have like a couple of my uh, Renaissance martial arts books, maybe open or displayed, maybe one of them, and then have like a Berserk shelf too. And yeah. of course, is like, cause you sent me those and, and then I was getting in the mode of like looking at all, like everything that's available out there. Of course, I'm like, whoa, this one's the fucking coolest. And I look into it and it's like, and I didn't realize it at first, but <laughs> it's like a, it's a one third scale. Oh, so Jesus. it's this huge, like two and a half foot tall yeah. thing. And it's $1,500. And I was oh, like, yeah, yeah, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, of course. And it's called like the prime one, like something, something. Right. And uh, it looks fucking rad. It's, it's, it's guts in the um, uh, berserker armor, but mm. from later in the series, but, uh, but yeah, but then, but then like, um, uh, some company made a pretty solid one that's like that for 60. It's not as detailed, but it's smaller right. for 60 bucks. Same basic yeah. scene um, uh, with him on a big pile of uh, rocks and skulls. But yeah, anyway, yeah so definitely going to get some some figurines in here. Well, and when the uh, figure arts come out, they have what are called flight stands, too. Mm. So they're clear 
like very clear stains oh, yeah, that you yeah. put around the waist. So could you could make like flying, you know, kind of diorama yeah, shots yeah, yeah. Uh, going on as well. It's like how so. I, used to, I used to hang my Gundams from fishing lines. Right, exactly. Um, but yeah, all those usually come with like multiple heads and hands yeah. and all kinds yeah, of variants. Yeah, just different, like, articulated. different facial expressions that you could pop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So... But yeah, that's about it. How are you, Joan? Uh, I'm good. Uh, tired. Uh, Sarah and I have been going through IVF stuff. It was a insane roller coaster last week. Uh, long story short, uh, after a really good egg retrieval with uh, lots of eggs, uh, the next day our doctor was like, Ugh, it's not looking good. You're only going to have a few or none. And we're like, it was devastating, like whatever. And then the next day, oh, the other eight are now growing. And we're like, now, yeah, because so, it's usually a few days of like nothing. Uh, and then... But there just wasn't any context of like, hey, as of today, there's this many. And, but don't worry. It's pretty common that, you know, she, she's usually very good at giving us like percentages of like, yeah, usually this many women tend to have this happen, blah, blah, blah. So anyway, so been a but a big set of ups and downs uh just, how many made it to uh testing uh i think we have uh, 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 i think there are four excellent quality three good oh that went wait they're already back from because i thought genetic no, testing so, well, takes so, and so this is like initial the initial like pre of them yeah, yeah. Okay. and so uh whatever the quality you know they judge it by um and uh, and then like it's yeah one fair thing it's 10 total so but most of them are good to excellent which is great and so uh yeah we're waiting for blastocyst phase or whatever they call it and then they do some the they, they've already biopsied some some of them too like the ones that are were six days old or i don't know whatever all these stages but uh anyway we're just we're just happy that it's not fucking zero zero so. yeah. um but uh and then uh cooked for Posted and cooked for my mommy's uh, 63rd birthday this weekend. I made a bunch of pasta. I did a fucking, I did a fucking carm level uh, uh, red wine reduction demi glaze and the onions with prime rib stock base to my uh, my normal meat sauce and made a ragu like a true ragu, uh, which was it came out really good um, and uh, that was a lot of fun. We had. We had old the 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 spirit of the living Pino himself was here, Carl Thicknick's father. There we go. Who talked to me for no less than twenty minutes while I was making pasta. Uh, he then and then skipping to the end, he apologized because he knew he was fucking my flow up and whatever. But then just kept <laughs> how? Hey man, sorry, sorry, I, Joe. Sorry, that's literally. I'm fucking flow up. Sorry, man, I'm, sorry. Fucking, I'm fucking your whole thing. I'm sorry, man. And, and his shoulders and get up like, real no, high, and then he come back. And yeah. Then, oh, okay. Well, and so he talked. Get out of here, David the gnome-looking motherfucker! Just, Jesus Christ! Yeah. <laughs> uh, he was like a little child at Christmas who like just discovered that Christmas exists. Yeah. Because he realized, uh, he and his son Thick Nick are have always been like oddly like ambidextrous. Um, ambidextrous. Yeah. Yes. And so, <laughs> so he can smoke weed with both his hands. <laughs> <laughs> uh. You could jerk off, piss, and brush his teeth at the right. same yeah. time. <laughs> uh, but, hey, uh, he should stand it up. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he has discovered that, because he, but he's like mostly left-handed, so all his like fine motor technical stuff, left-hand. Because mm-hmm. he, he throws drives, disc golf right. He drives with disc golf. He does his backhand drives with his right hand. Um, You know, pure power or whatever he says. 
and he realized for the first he had never fucking tried it once in his life go left he was putting left-handed and he was saying he has a pra- nice practice basket he's like i was sinking like 18 out of 20 putts man i was like this far he's like you see the see the couch see the couch i'm like well i can't i'm looking at my posture like whatever yeah. but still i like, know where the couch is like, but like you know that distance right there you know and he went on for so long but i was happy for him because yeah. he because he did make a very profound statement where he's like you I know, know I mean, fucking, i've been fucking playing for like you know like 40 years and i haven't gotten any better in like 30 years you know like because like it, but golf is one of those games where, like, if you don't fucking figure it out, your skill will just yeah, it, it's, it's all technique. Ugh. Yeah. And so, anyway, he uh, it was it was it was 20 minutes of that, and then 15 minutes of uh, I told him go check out the bookcases, he had heard it would look cool, whatever behind me. And then he talked about we were talking about molding and casing and baseboards, and he talked about how they have a 45 degree jig for uh, door casing, even though I told him I wasn't doing any door casing that makes it come out perfect now. And then he, he fucking mm. repeated it like 17 fucking times. I, and I just kept like, it was just like old Pino. Like I was just like, Oh cool. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. Oh no. Like that's literally was all my conversations where my dad just <laughs> talked at me about shit. He was interested in, but I love Carl. He's a nice guy, but he very much dads out. Uh, and then we overheard he and my stepdad uh, having a real, a real super drunk bro down talk, serious bro down talk. There was a harrowing incident once years ago where Eric, uh, my stepdad, sprained his ankle pretty bad, drunk hiking up a hill from a parking lot to a winery, which he could have just walked up a sidewalk a street right or, next yeah. to it. But he he rolled his ankle really bad. Uh, and and Carl, for some reason, had crutches in his trunk. <laughs> and okay. my wife walks by and hears my stepdad going. Oh man, that was that was that was scary, man. When I fell, you know, that winery, and I'm, you know what, you know what, I'm just glad you were there, bro, with those crutches. And it was like, and she was like, <laughs> wanted to fucking crawl into a hole and die. She was yeah. like, so. And he kissed him on the lips. Cringed. Yeah, <laughs> like it was one of those moments where it was going to be the, you know, the fucking '80s action movie style, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, uh, yeah. handshake. We're here together, brothers in arms. Yeah. Oh my god. So anyway, but uh, yeah, other than well, they're that, brothers technically. Yeah, technically, yeah. Mm. Uh, I started my internship for my master's program um, at uh, uh, a homelessness um, nonprofit organization, uh, specifically to cause homelessness and expand homelessness's reach. And to cause nonprofit. Yes. (laughs) Um, But, uh, and then, uh, yeah, I've been playing. I jumped back in after two years, I think. I know, a year and a half. I saw my trophies from last time from starting the game, but cyberpunk 2077 oh wow yeah their 2.0 patch which completely they finally fixed it it revamped like the physics of the game like the car combat even just the aiming and shooting because i remember playing it and wanting to love it so much i'm like this but this feels like shit like it it was super it was beautiful looking but super janky and whatever so i finally got got past a few hours past the point where i stopped last time everything feels way better and now i'm like hooked into it it's like it really grabbed me so it's like gameplay's better they they fucking revamped the entire perk tree uh and and the first like five hours of the game are kind of like an, an intro kind of like trying to hook you but it's actually kind of boring like it's it's still paced pretty badly like what they're having you do but uh but at, but at least they're not stopping the game every five seconds with like a 10 minute tutorial side thing. Cause the, so they like, they kind of just let you sort of figure it out now organically a little bit more. Uh, there's still too much yelling at you, but this, all this, even just the fucking 
character inventory pause screen is like 10 times more simplified and easier to navigate because it was it was like a shitty PC game where it's like all the nerds have their fucking mouse and they're clicking around 80 fucking tiny tiles instead of just like picking a having a nice clean user interface that consoles have. But um, honk eye man over here. But uh, <laughs> um, oh, press the space bar and then Q to <laughs> jump higher. OK, that Go game has like yourself. three buttons, by the way. Okay. <laughs> plus, plus, again, it's because you can hook up any controller from any console to a PC at this point. But um, but uh, anyway, but yeah, that's how I'm doing. Um, we have a little segment here called the four sentence summary, which I stole from, uh, just King things, a great Stephen King podcast that reads all of his books in publication order, but they have a five sentence summary, but we have a four sentence summary here. Is it Steve's turn this time? I don't know. I mean, I can go. Yes. (laughs) Cause I think, I feel like Ryan, you went last time. Ryan definitely went last time. And I feel like whatever yeah i know i know ryan went last time so i can't remember if it's you or me but i, I think, think I usually go. i think it's me I think Ryan. It's me. Yeah. But yeah okay um Ryan, it's off the cuff okay, i mean it's very high stakes i mean you really right right, right. Really, up, this so. is the most <laughs> yeah. tense i feel in the entire podcast <laughs> is when this is happening oh, the pressure comes on to you um tough boy berserk <laughs> tbb is uh <laughs> dueling with mr veratu himself and finds himself on the weak side of the battle. While, okay, period, sure. <laughs> <laughs> well, then Pretty period. Boy Griffin and its crew of freaks come in, which upsets uh, Nosferatu because he does not want this battle spoiled mm. and takes and handles a good chunk of them young men. Uh, Berserk and Griffith turn the tables drawing blood and removing a limb of Mr. Zod. Um, is that star start Superman, Superman Zod. Yeah. Neil before Zod. Yeah. Yeah. Um, like Neil to Neil on the grass. Right. Right. <laughs> Assen. Yeah. Uh, and while Zod gets really rock hard thinking of the battle to ensue, he notices the bayonet <laughs> upon the girl. The bagelet. Yeah. The bagel, yeah. the bagel. <laughs> Always got a bagel in it because I'm a little hungry. Little tiny bagel. (laughs) And gives out the prophecy for what is to come and the fate of Berserk and maybe Griffin. (laughs) (laughs) Do you know the male baguette is called a bago? (laughs) 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 Sorry. Great summary. Yeah. I think that's three. Uh, And then is that three? And then. Oh, oh, right. Yes. (laughs) And then we finish (laughs) off where they, uh, the team goes back to the fancy lad's castle where no one believes their story of high strangeness and a beast within the, the tombs uh, and berserk and Griffith almost kiss thinking about how much they love each other and their future together. <laughs> I wrote that they had, that was wonderful by the way. I wrote that they had a Shasha ending because the little sound effects, it just so just a beautiful <laughs> scene on the train just says, Shasha. and I'm like, is this supposed to be wind or the dream? There's people chanting. Yeah. Shasha, yeah. Shasha, Shasha. <laughs> oh yeah. From the dreamcast game. <laughs> yeah, yes, yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Oh, um, oh um, uh, very berserk related. Uh, last week, at some point, I, it, I think it was one of the the IVF roller coaster nights. Uh, we're exhausted, and uh, for some reason, I was like curious. I was like, I gotta see 
what the Dreamcast game really looked like to play, like how it started off, you know, uh, uh, sort of the Berserk Guts Rage. And uh, I ended up watching the first like 20 minutes and there's like a little bit of gameplay where some like, you know, brigands come out while you're talking to this little troop of uh, circus performers. Wait, is um, that the one where like the big plant evil yes, thing comes in? Okay, yes, yeah, 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 yeah. And, but then there's like literally, I was shocked. Like there's literally like an 18 minute long set of cutscenes where I just remember, and I remembered them, but I was also just like, wow, the Dreamcast was fucking like 1999. And that's like, this is like Metal Gear Solid style cutscenes, like not as good, they were but, long, yeah. but in terms of just being long and well acted. And then, but in the credits of the game, when it was opening up, because it's just a little montage of, you know, Guts and Koska and Puck and team walking um, into this town. And the entire scenario and all dialogue was written by Miura himself. And I was like, what? oh, that's why this is, even though it looks like shit, that's why this is actually pretty compelling. And because I was like falling asleep, but I kept staying and watching it until I just couldn't stay awake anymore. But, um, oh. but yeah, so. Um, it's supposed to be just like a side story um, in the time some somewhere in the time before they meet um, uh, Isidro and Horsey Girl yes. uh, Farness. Um, that's what it's just Casca and Puck and um, uh, Black Swordsman Berserk <laughs> Black Swordsman guts. So did that game get a U.S. release or only Japanese? Oh, yeah. oh no, I, I bought think. it legally. Like it was, it was, and it was English translated and stuff too. Um, and. Uh, terrible voice acting for the most part but uh, i was gonna say we should voice acting is so weird <laughs> for bonus <laughs> content we should like play through that thing like yes. source uh a cheap dream cast in the game yes. i'm sure it's I all know, crazy expensive at this point um but uh because i don't think i have my dream cast anymore yeah i sold mine at some point uh probably to, towards my ps2 or something like that yeah the gameplay um, for that one was really just like kind of third person hack and slash yes exactly yeah um, yeah yeah, just from like what I saw, at least. encounter based. Uh, and I, I remember the fucking Zod battle driving me fucking insane. Like it was so it was a huge difficulty spike, too, because the game was like challenging, but not crazy. And then it was just like a fucking uh, from soft, like a souls level boss, which is <laughs> like, holy fuck. And you can't you can't like go grind or anything. It's not RPG based. It's just like you you literally have these two healing items at this point in the game, this, and then that's it. You yeah. have to fucking do it. So that's what I um, like about Sekiro, by the way, mm -hmm. they don't, there's no like level up thing. You right, just right. fight and you have to be good. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like, yeah. Um, um, yeah, I am, uh, another just quick video game thing. I'm, I'm interested after cyberpunk to maybe try out that lies of P game, which is like a, a bloodborne clone about Pinocchio. I've heard Which is so weird, but but like everyone has things about it. <laughs> well, the demo had bad things, but um, they fixed the thing, the dodge and some things in the demo that people complained about. Oh. And now people are saying really good things okay. about it. So the, yeah. the one bad thing I'd heard about it was that it was like, hey, Elden Ring boss, like how they hit versus like a uh, Lies of P boss. And uh -huh. it would show like the full animation of the boss, like hitting you uh -huh. and winding up in Elden Ring. And then with Lies of P, it would wind up and then the weapon would just immediately be down uh, <laughs> like and it would just flash you and you just had to like somehow predict that that was going to mm. happen. So I don't know if it's still like that with all that. But uh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> uh, but yeah, I, it did look interesting. People I, I, people are calling it Timothy Chalamet the game because the, yeah, the main character looks like yeah. they just cloned the actor Timothy Chalamet. So um, let's start the podcast uh hello lemmywinks 312 welcome again to twitch.tv yes. slash probing aliens uh he says how y'all doing today sex goblins Ooh. um <laughs> but uh uh lemmywinks is a long time 
listener of our other podcast too. So, nice. um, oh, he says there's bunny uh, fetish masks in Lies of P. So, uh, the des- yeah, the design on the game is like really cool looking. So it's like it's like Bloodborne mixed with like Bioshock mixed with a Pinocchio. Um, <laughs> but uh, you know, because it takes place in Italy, technically, the story of Pinocchio. Yeah. the Creek. <laughs> uh, we're gonna break this sucker down. Chapter breakdown in the mix. Um, yeah. So as I said before, we get a unique opening here for these Zod chapters, and it's like just normal art style. It's like an enhanced normal art style, but with no different tools being used. There's no extra type of shading pencil thing. There's, it's all just the normal line art. But looks really nice. Um, looks t-shirt worthy. But uh, yeah, he's just standing there in in some other battle, or, or I'm assuming what was earlier in this day, right, leading up to yeah, going yeah, and uh, and you know he's at some skirmish. He's there. I really like again the foreshadowing of he only has a gauntlet on his left arm. You cannot see his right eye. Um, so kind of like foreshadowing future Black Swordsman uh, guts here, and. Um, then there's a massive two-page spread of Zod, who I think looks looks very, very scaled in this. He looks <laughs> like the way that his face is drawn, he's like shocked. But then the next, and then I'm like, is that foreshadowing later on um, when he is like shocked at seeing the Bayhillet or whatever, right? But uh, cool piece of art. But yeah, his eyes definitely look scared there. But then it looks like when you turn the page that it's just a zoom in like to him you know that where we left off with the last chapter so yeah um, sometimes uh because i i just as a, like a side hobby because i do like to draw faces mm-hmm. um i was trying to figure out like <laughs> what's your face girl <laughs> what's like the most scary possible expression for someone to have like the elements of a scary expression mm-hmm. just in general the shape language of like the eyes and the yeah. nose lack of thereof all of that kind of thing and I feel like the uh, in that spread of Zod, um, he those upturned eyebrow kind of um, implications are kind of like when uh, I don't know else to describe this, but in an anime, sometimes there's like a Yakuza boss, and they'll uh-huh. have the super upturned eyebrows, but the super squinty oh, eyes. Yes, yeah, where they'll yeah. just look like they're f- like freakish, and, yeah, and yeah. you'll be like more freaked out because mm. they just look like oh, like you're a little peon and I don't care about you, but in Japanese. <laughs> which is how the, and, dub, uh, the dub would sound. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> which my stepdad says is better because you shouldn't really respect the anime. Part of the fun is that it sounds stupid. Yeah, but the, right. <laughs> but, the uh, but the upturned eyebrows, I think, add to that. And he, mm. yes, we usually associate that with like, you know, fear or sorrow or like surprise or something. But maybe in this case, it's just, it's just Zod being, yeah. you know, hey like you little peon (laughs) yeah so that's my take at times very much like uh ludo the character from the movie labyrinth uh what a labyrinth a movie i have seen oh wow there you go uh my my uh, uh, my wing says upturned eyebrows (laughs) (laughs) t-u-r-d very nice um yeah guts is uh scared like a little boy here we get we get literal teeth chattering from guts i don't know if we ever see that again from guts literally ever in the entire series that his teeth are chattering uh in fear but but we have to remember this is guts's first time ever seeing a supernatural monster like an entity because he keeps going on about this is not real there yes. can't be real yes holy shit he and, and he's even drawn in that scene like he looks much like he did, did as a little kid even though he's become much more much more angular and vascular in his uh you know uh mature age but 
Um, but yeah, he's terrified. He's pretty frozen in fear. He can barely, barely uh, talk or fight or anything here. And we get a good cock euphemism for Steve here, like earlier in the series. It was terror itself. It was enormous. <laughs> <laughs> also, a little little note about the art uh, again in that that specific panel. You'll notice that the lighting is from below. Yes. Um, and if you see, also his eye, eyebrows are upturned and upturned, and his <laughs> eyes are looking up. Yes. Now, if his eyes were looking down and maybe even at the camera, that would change the entire mood of his face mm-hmm. because he would be more of like a like a condescending or like a eye, a little peon like that. Yeah. I'm gonna just go with that tonight. <laughs> that's gonna be my catchphrase. Yeah. Um, but like, yeah, that that's like one of the common things they teach when you're learning to draw is like mm. you know that kind of uh, lighting from below can yeah. either be intimidating to the to the viewer. Or it can show like the like the flashlight show, viewing like yeah, showing yeah. The, the face of a scared um, survivor essentially. So. And I think it's cool because I think it's like the magic transformation flashing light or something that's happening because you know like Zod is still like smoking from morphing into this monster. Yes. So I almost see it as like there was some sort of light being generated as he, you know, or I mean they're down in a crypt or whatever. I was gonna say I'm imagining yeah like stuff, torches but... on the the kind of pillars. Yeah. Uh, Candlelit. His face uh, was nice romantic lighting, I think, yeah. But to your point, Ryan, definitely just classic like horror movie style yep. uh, framing, you know, an angle of the camera and stuff. But, uh, but yeah, Zod's stoked. He's like he's feeling his blood boil again. He's he's he doesn't know automatically that he's going to win for the first time in three hundred years, right? So, uh, and he even ponders like, was it like fate that brought me here? Like, did I stay alive this whole time just to fight? this human you know that's probably what he's saying right there (laughs) uh yeah guts is again he's trapped in fear he he can barely fight back uh tries to cut his horn i think at this point they just kind of he binds with it and you know whatever um and then as steve said the griffith and his freaks (laughs) aka takanodan the band of the hawk their little crossbow unit comes in shoots out in the back doesn't really hurt him but it does distract him uh from uh just 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 almost uh about to kill guts whoa whoa give him a back massage all right, right L- yes. <laughs> 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 looking a little tense because yeah he he's just gonna he, he basically is like after i mean i find this stupid though because uh not stupid it's like for zod to be such a um a god of the battlefield you would think that he would relish staying in his normal insane super powered form to fight a human like because he wasn't losing that bad or anything, you know what i mean like he got cut but he's like it's like you maybe can, he's like oh i can finally level up like i'm gonna stay toned yes. down exactly yeah, until yeah. i really need to go up yeah i just and um oh god no no no. go ahead uh, i was just gonna make a joke here so with all of these guys shooting on his back is he part of a bow cocky <laughs> crossbow cocky that's great that's another shirt just the panel of all the bows in his back and yeah bow <laughs> uh, <laughs> and then it's but it, it's, it's a picture of bow bow griffith was that his name bow like bono's baseball bow jackson oh Bo jackson which i was thinking of like ken griffey jr ken griffey. Uh, yeah they were like a similar ish <laughs> Kind oh of man, action, Ken Griffith yeah. Jr., Bo Griffith, yeah, yeah, uh, with a Berserk crossover. Uh, Another Coca classic. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> God, you keep you keep Coca the Coca Castle thing classic. alive. That's crazy. Yeah. Um, but uh, but I do like the close up as he's you know holding uh, guts and saying like I'm just, I you're oh this is all there. He's disappointed now that guts can barely fight, and uh, he's about to rip him apart, and his like nails are just like pierced claws are just like digging into his fucking his flesh, which is really gross. But um, 
this is a, a kind of bookmark for my Griffith Observatory moment here, but like Griffith comes in, commands the Bokaki to happen, and he doesn't fucking flinch for a second. He literally is, and he literally says, don't lose focus, second volley. Like he literally is coming in, sees also for the first time in his existence a giant monster that shouldn't yeah. be real. And yeah, the only signs of that are just like two tiny sweat marks yes. on his face, yeah. but his face is just deadpan. Yes. He's like fire. And and it's it's a really cool scene, but also scary in how, even for good, how narcissistic and sociopathic you have to be to compartmentalize the fear that you, he is probably feeling uh, to the point of like, no, we just have to do yeah. what we have to There's do. There's no going back. Like. <laughs> We're either going to make it out or we're fucked. Yes, like not not a not a single moment of uh, hesitation, which is respectable but also scary because that's not really how a any human, a normal human, could operate, right? So, um, Zod is pissed that he's been interrupted by the Bokaki. He keeps saying like, "I won't have it. I won't have it. I don't. I don't know." There's a lot of voices that I can picture uh, (laughs) in in um, still imagery and comics and things. But I really don't have one because I've I've really only seen Japanese Zod in I, the anime. You know, well, I think I I read something and he actually is supposed to have the voice of the lion from Wizard of Oz. <laughs> yes, I yeah. I mean that is this. I won't have it. I won't have it. I won't have it. Oh man. <laughs> <laughs> made to file this battle. And then and uh, especially when he gets the beautiful braids and curls uh at the end with yeah, the exactly. ransom stuff. Send him on his way. Not have a beautiful haircut, but but I mean in the in the anime he just has the classic the classic supernatural godlike thing, the oh me sure, just the same yeah, shit yeah, you always yeah. fucking hear, you know. Yeah. But um and I don't think his voice changes very much when he's a human. I think it's kind of the same. But um but yeah, I don't know. I don't know how to how to imagine a an anglicized voice in any way? I don't know. I'm assuming it's big and booming and crazy, but um, maybe Mufasa from like Lion King. This is talking uh, lions. Darth Vader himself, you know. Darth Vader, Mufasa. Yeah, yeah. Because uh, yeah, I mean, he is. He has. I mean, that's part of what makes him interesting is that he can be very calm, cool, collected, and even eloquent, right? Even though he's this this monster uh, that's basically a battlefield god incarnate, but. Um, Anyway, but yeah, uh, guts guts is you know is is forgotten for the moment, and he's screaming like, "Just forget about me, get the hell out of here! This thing's gonna fucking kill you!" And uh, but then the Taka no Don are getting ripped apart, and we get a great two page spread of uh, basically of Zod brushing his Ripping teeth in the, the same time, you know? Yeah, yep. You can't see it because it's below. Hedo <laughs> Zod. He what? Hedo Zod, like instead of Hedo Rick, the ripping in the Terran, the ripping in the Terran. <laughs> Um, but yeah, the, I mean, the, the band of the Hawk lost some good men this day. Uh, and, uh, another almost shirt worthy, not as good as the Rickert, um, uh, uh, kind of non sequitur facial expression, but, uh, <laughs> Casca, uh, asked Griffith, like Griffith's like, Casca, get, get, get everyone the hell out of here and retreat. And then she's like, but where are you going Griffith? And then she cuts herself off and she's just like, God damn it. Like, ugh. like, cause he's already running towards guts and he's going to save, save the day and save guts. And she's just so fucking exhausted by his putting himself in danger or caring so much about guts, you know? But so Griffith goes over, grabs guts. And I do like that 
guts like the line where he says god damn it he's like why is it gotta be like this and it's like <laughs> i don't even think he's referring to why is there a giant monster i think he fucking hates that he has to be saved by deal with Griffith, another yeah you know that he's he feels weak in this moment and he there's nothing more that that guts wants to avoid than feeling weak you know that's true and i also think i think it could be a three-parter and and one of those being like his own men he's seeing mm. like like hey they came to save me mm. and and they're dying yeah, because yeah. of me. Like, yeah. I feel like he's feeling really bad about yeah, that. Yeah, that's a good point, too. Yeah. Another source of weakness where he's he doesn't want to be responsible. For well, yeah, because later he's like, I'm just a soldier. I'm just another guy. Right. I'm just a simple caveman lawyer. <laughs> <laughs> Your strange swords and torch lights are well, torches would probably be common to a caveman. But um, uh, this is the that is, yeah, that's the, the end of uh, part three of uh nosferatu zod the final chapter of nosferatu zod here and it's pretty cool when when he says uh where are you going your heart's still beating that's a cool oh yeah like that's that's pretty cold that's a really cool villain line um and chapter opening of the final nosferatu zod a beautiful picture of griffith himself on his horse it's not every picture beautiful of griffith (laughs) with his military it's like these uh it's it's just so interesting that Miura chose to put these like idealized archetypical images, archetypal images of uh of Guts and Griffith here. You know what I mean? And as opposed to like he could have any crazy action happening with them fighting Zod, you know? Um, but he chose to just have them. I don't really know why. Like I'm not I sure. I think he wanted to give us some phone backgrounds, honestly. Like, yeah, look that's at those. true. Those are nice. Yeah. I mean, yeah, because I mean early flip phones. This was probably 92-ish, I think. This, uh, if you had the Griffith pimped out yeah. <laughs> flip phone, you were balling yeah. on another level. Um, <laughs> but uh, but yeah, so we do get, I mean, this is this is insane Griffith Guts team up action here where... Uh, Don't Gr- look at the angle, all right? Don't think about it too much. <laughs> Griffith's like, uh, he's like, hey, can you stand? And he's like, can a turkey cluck while he's fucking is what Guts says back to him. And Griffith says, I don't know, but you juke left and I'll juke right. And so <laughs> uh, Griffith slices off uh, Zod's fucking arm. Uh, and then I think Guts slashes his throat, it looks like. Um, yeah. It's some like sort of facially. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And because right. uh, it shows the scene where it's like the blood's coming yeah, all the, neck, the yeah. way from his jaw to, up to like the side of his head. So really cool shot. They get a good, um, some good licks in here on Zod. I also once again love the the like focus on um guts's very demon tail looking sword sheath again his little his little yeah. tip scabbard there uh his condom as the french would call it but uh it's uh it's cool because because griffith looks very angelic and is almost like flying to the right and guts is just very dark has this like whippy demon tail kind of thing happening which is cool so um and uh the peanut gallery aka the remaining members of the back band of the Hawk in the back of this crypt. They're stoked. They're like, Oh, this is awesome. This is great. And, uh, cause you know, they, they got, they, they think of course that the monster is going to fall. It's like, Oh, you slash his throat and cut his arm off. He's probably going to die. Most. Uh, yeah. But Griffith gets fucking backschwacked with the uh, Zod's tail. And now he finally gets a pillar smack that guts has had so many times already, uh, in berserk so far, uh, black swords monarchy was getting whacked around and pillars all the time. So, uh, I mean, it. now, s- quick side note, pillars, support pillars getting crumbled. Very cool in movies, right? 
Lord of the Rings does it, like all that shit. Yeah. Also, very anxiety inducing to younger Joey. Because <laughs> and at certain times older it's a load bearing pillar. <laughs> oh my god, it's all I fucking think. I'm like, that castle's never gonna be the same again. It fucking ceiling's gonna cave in and like all it's just like it's and especially when like especially when the movie points it out, they're like there's only four pillars in this place or whatever, and they're just getting destroyed, you know? So I have a strict five pillar limit yeah. once it gets below there. <laughs> That's oh, how gosh. it was designed, young Frodo. <laughs> um, but uh, anyway, so, uh, but it's always effective. I mean, getting slammed against a stone fucking pillar seems like the most like typical painful. Saturday night. Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, who's stone? What? Um, but uh, yeah, Griffiths knocked out and, um, uh, and oh, it, and, the, and the band makes the the Super Smash Bros. sound. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, I also I also said uh, cue a um, uh, a refaced James Franco gallows meme with Guts's face, and he's looking over and just says first time, and it's and it's pillar smashes because it's you know Gr- <laughs> yeah. Guts has been smashing against the pillar so many times already. He's been smashing pillars. But, yeah. <laughs> uh, Zod is very stoked. He's like, oh, what a great. Day, I not only won, but two challenging humans, and it's just too bad I have to kill them both today too. And um, uh, but then uh, he takes his own severed arm and beats guts with it. He smacks him against pillars. Yeah. Uh, speaking of turkey legs, with huge turkey leg, smacks guts. I mean, that thing's got away a couple hundred pounds, which is insane. Right. Um, and then he puts it back on him. He's yeah, just like then, all right, yeah. this goes back here. Yes, I mean, because I mean, that's such a defeating moment for the reader the first time you're like no 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 he can't regenerate like that's not fair like you know because because you think now he's going to be still strong but flying yeah. around with you know if he survives flying around with one arm and, and yeah uh, maimed for life yeah and uh yeah and maybe bleed out or something but he doesn't seem to care about his injuries and we saw um before that the gouges in his arms right when he caught bear you know caught quote unquote guts a sword in his humanoid form didn't seem to stress him out too much either so um but uh yeah he he then goes over to griffith saying like and this little this little femboy is gonna be first uh to kill and then he freaks the fuck out because he sees somebody wake up the g- <laughs> 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 somebody wake up the gaze the gimp he sees the crimson bay hit he sees the egg of the king um and specifically uh uh, the egg of the king of the god hand, right? He 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 calls out that these crimson bay hillets are reserved for the god hand, and he says a really interesting line. This line's always stuck with me too. Um, I think, oh. yeah. <laughs> uh, I think in the anime he says like, "Oh, so it's going to be like that, is it, or something?" But here it says, "Ah, so it's that kind of, or it's yeah, it's that kind of ploy," which is yeah. such a weird, like it's it's like a. Is he is he saying that he understands that this is how, uh, you know, fate is going to be working in favor of the God Hand and setting all these dominoes up with this this dickhead, this little femboy man, um, at the center of it or something? You know, still, like, yeah, like why he's been brought to him to maybe right. draw. Again, I don't, I didn't read too far ahead, but yeah, like like draw this, the like blood he's, out. And, he's yeah. seeing kind of the the chess pieces being put on the board or something. Right. That's why they can defeat me, or I I've right. been in this battle. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, like like see, he was alluding that this might be fate that he was here to fight someone such as yeah. guts, right? But yeah. but it's also not his place to go against the fate of the Behalit, right? You know, choosing Griffith essentially. Exactly. Yeah, and he should definitely shouldn't kill him 
if uh you know causality it's is part of the plan to create griffith is central to this story so um he he then just casually busts the ceiling open over his head and get <laughs> a out. very yeah get a very classic moment between zod and guts which is i mean which is flashback to like a lot throughout the series but uh, he's talking directly to Guts now, who's you know beaten but not uh, not not out, down but not out, and uh, beaten off but he's not out of uh, load. No. So, um, and he says, "Here's a word of warning: No, a prophecy. If you can be said to be a true friend of this man, meaning Griffith, then take heed. When his ambition collapses, death will pay you a visit." a death you can never escape as he reveals his big labiatastic bat wings flying from his back. Do they just, they were not there even like they weren't like folded up. They just were nope. not there before. And they just, they're there of, now. Yeah. Yep. They just morph out of him. So, um, really cool two page spread here, which we get a repeat of pretty quickly after this too. And it's slightly different art form, but, um, but yeah, so, uh, I think the translation in the anime, was fairly accurate to this but uh for some reason reading it in the manga i don't know just makes more sense but um again i I really like the localization of these deluxe editions i think there's mostly the same as the originals but um they they feel very polished uh especially compared to whatever read berserk online.com or whatever you read the the new chapters on but yes um but uh but yeah i mean this this is uh this prophecy is i mean pretty it's it's uh pretty heavy. prophesizing a lot of heavy shit that's gonna happen. Um and and breaking it down, right? Like when his ambition collapses, right, then death will pay you, meaning guts, a visit, you know. Right. So um a death you can never escape. And I mean even, at least that part isn't spoiling anything. We know that from the Black Swordsman arc that guts is just haunted yeah, forever. Yeah um with his brand you know uh drawing in evil spirits that want to kill him so don't know specifically why but yes yeah. um but, 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 and then and it's it's so funny that like guts has this line where he's like me i'm gonna die like where it's, just, it's like it just doesn't even seem like the same character saying that like it like it just shows how shaken up he is by this supernatural encounter because it's like it seems like such a short time ago that he didn't even really care or fear death or anything or he never thought about it you know but yeah in just three short years, he's had so much more to exist for than just pure battles. Right. And he's no, maybe he's finally happy. He's like, wait, there is a death coming for me and I'm not just going to be here. Exactly. Yeah. He's no longer the little boy. who was just like saying to the wolf, just fucking take me. I want this over, you know, I don't care. Uh, and then the traumatized teenager after that. And so, um, guts, man, uh, check on him. He's like, I'm okay. Just go check on Griffith. Casca is very pissed and crying and she fucking tells, uh, tells, guts. She tells <laughs> when it happens naturally, it's, it's always funny, yes. but, um, uh, tells guts, get the fuck away. This is all your fault that this happened to him chapter. And, uh, and, and it opens the next chapter opens up with that alternate shaded version of those final words of Zod to guts. And then we get a third page of that two page. You get a nice little butts. Yeah, exactly. And, uh, (laughs) uh, but Zerk, um, and we get not guts's perspective, but like a view of his reaction to it. And he looks very tired, very defeated again with the, you know, he has both of his eyes, but uh, with the, the, the metallic gauntlet on his left arm, 
nice little foreshadowing whenever it's talking about the God hand and, you know, his, his, uh, scary fate. So, right. um, yes. cuts away to somewhere we'll see for a very, like, for, oh God, cuts away to see a place we'll be at for a very long time. Uh, Wyndham Castle in the Royal Capital of Midland. Way too long. Yes. And not because it's boring, but just for other reasons. Yes. Um, but, uh, but yeah, I mean, uh, Wyndham Castle, the king there, um, is is the guy is the, is the king that hired the band of the hawk that knighted um, made him a what was it a a viscount yes uh, uh, but yeah they're they're the ones that hired the band of the hawk the band of the hawk has been very um, successful for them as a mercenary band and whenever you see nice castles from now on you're going to see lots of foppish bureaucrats talking for a long time so um, it does they're not always boring but there are times it's like one thing where. It's just, it's not even that it's bad. You have to have this stuff because whatever. But, uh, you know, as a young kid seeing um, the anime, I was like, okay, I get it. Can we just get back to guts fighting stuff and whatever, you know? But, yeah. um, but of course it's, it's, you know, it's, it goes into the deeper themes of those in power um, almost always being terrible people, <laughs> you know, or less, less than stellar human beings um, obsessed with power, obsessed with status, obsessed with wealth obsessed with all of the arrogant um aristocratic kind of worldly things and and showing how griffith is starting to to drift that way right he's not talking like them but he is obsessed with the same exact shit that they are right so and guts doesn't really obviously care about much of that but this story isn't just about guts it's also about griffith and you know griffith put it best in that like I don't really like this shit either, but it's kind of necessary. Like we just yes. have to do it in order to get better and level up and shit. Exactly. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, but um, yeah, so we get these two dickheads talking and they're like, Oh, band of the hogs been doing whatever. Oh, but they said a monster uh, ended this fight and they've lost against this monster. And they think it's all bullshit and that you know, right. they're making stuff up to cover up like their first fuck up basically. Yeah. And, yeah. uh, which isn't really a fuck up either because they still got the place. Yes. The yeah, they came exactly. out. Yeah. yeah, yeah, they still won the fucking battle. And I laughed multiple times here because the guy, the line is just, oh, it's so vexing. <laughs> like it's just the way, he's, <laughs> and he's drawn just so effeminate and French and right, just, right. You know, whatever. But uh, you know, so very French. <laughs> just the curly, thick <laughs> hair, the beautiful cock. I mean, the beautiful clothing. <laughs> oh, uh, what? <laughs> But, Those um, DSLs, baby. Yeah, he really does. He's got he's got like very yeah. luscious lips. <laughs> Mira draws them so expressively. Yeah. Like yeah. he's, I guess he's drawing, you know, uh, what he knows. Kind of put upon expression that like era. Oh, of course. Like where they're che- like as they would say in movies, they're, they're chewing yeah. the scenery. They're they're eating up every word of their lines. You know, the actor is being very uh, overtly, very like um, stage performer, so that everyone can see the big performance in the back of yeah. the the uh seats but um anyway um oh here's he gets, vexing yeah so yeah. uh guts is, is walking by uh this conversation on some cr- on a crutch he overhears uh the foppish dude belittles him you know he's like oh you wouldn't be able to tell a mutt from a monster another dog reference and that dog's being kind of shitty or whatever too and guts fucking smashes his foot with his crutch. Yeah, walking like, by oh, on the crutch sorry. down. Yeah, <laughs> he's like, "Sorry, I uh, you're tripping a little bit with these things, tripping boo uh, in there." Yeah, but this is I'm gonna spoil it now because I was cracking up. <laughs> I I did not think I would be, 
but this is my favorite line when he just <laughs> drops to his knees shaking and just and all he says is scary <laughs> like, <Yeah>. as Gus <laughs> just walks away because it's so not like how Mira usually writes things like that right, seems like right. a very like cheap teenage anime moment but, I, from, but I, uh, it works here you know and the and whole Hogan classic no holds barred when he uh <laughs> Is getting attacked in the parking lot and then slams the limo driver against the car and he shits his pants. And then Hulk Hogan's just like, What's that smell? And then the limo driver's just all dookie. (laughs) And that ends the scene because it just cuts the Hulk Hogan shaking and then the scene's on to another. (laughs) He's so ashamed and scared all at the same time. Um, oh, but I, I was going to say the, the, uh, this is a translation thing because, um, it, it is funny that in English, it just looks so funky, Yeah. but, uh, in Japanese, when you say kawaii, it's like, that's a common like reaction. It's like saying, uh, it's a little weird in English to say like, ah, sad. Like if yeah, you're yeah. feeling sad, yes, but yeah, that yeah. was like an internet thing for a while. Yes. Imagine was, yeah. that kind of aspect, yeah, but yeah. in Japanese, like it makes sense, yes. but here it's just. It's funny Goofy. because it's a funny dude. And yeah. also it like, what the hell? Juts. Oh God. <laughs> Juts Goins, the main band, of the, the Hawk folks, uh, band of going... the Fox band of yeah. the Fohawks. Ding, hit, ding hits the flong and then beams the bong. Guts joins the main band of the Hawk folks outside. And Judo immediately apologizes for Casca. Um, mouthing off to him and saying it's your fucking fault your pile of shit you know Griffiths almost died because of you and he's like we were all just feeling a little you know fucked up it's fine she just expressed it it was in the moment it's fine um and Guts is you know I think Guts is at the first is just like I don't care and then um I would like, almost expect Guts to like turn aside to the camera and be like is it our time of the month yeah, <laughs> exactly. yeah. like, like with the whole like scene uh, on the the hill with Griffiths like no homo man yeah, yeah. Like, uh, <laughs> well we do get him calling her a crazy bitch uh, yeah, in yeah. just a bit but uh uh, yeah, he walks by and he's just like, he's like, he's like, it's fine. I'm going to go see Griffith. Uh, and of course, um, I think Rickert says or somebody says like, no, you can't. You can't. The dignitaries are still visiting. His, you need a uh, fast pass. Man. <laughs> right. yeah. yeah. You need your genie. Fuck it. Your genie plus app on your genie phone. Plans, your yeah. power band. Yeah. Super 60 Nintendo extra world. dollars. Yeah. Um, but uh, 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 click clickbait crazy yesterday on my news feed. It was like ABC seven news. And the story was just Disneyland closes down space mountain. But the story is that it's closed down for a couple of weeks while they had the Halloween shit in it or whatever. Or yeah. 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 The so usual, yeah. Um, but yeah, he's, he's going to go in there, but then he gets a big old punch from Casca and, uh, uh, she, you know, she had walked up behind him as he's walking away and he's he's a guy who cares about social status. He's like Rickard, come on, we want to fucking come in, <laughs> you know, whatever. And Rickard's like, oh, like he's coming in his pants. And uh, <laughs> I'm gonna tell you right now, later Rickard would have gone <laughs> yeah. with guts. All right, that's all I'm saying. Uh, but yeah, Casca just sucker punches him. She is so mad at him, and she's like, you can't fucking go in there again. Like she's doing the he's high status now. We are still low status, but we can't. So we can actually fuck things up for him, you know. Um, and she just hates guts his his, his ne'er do well, you know, attitude, his lazy affair attitude, right? And and of course, she's not punching guts because she even thinks about really guts at all. In, right, in, she's actually punching guts because he's getting in between her and Griffith. Right, right, right. Yeah. very jealous. And I can't tell. We get an insanely classic 
anime reaction from either, was so either Corcus or Gaston. I want to say Corcus because oh, he that's would, definitely Corcus. He'd be happy <laughs> that Guts got punched, but his nose is not as pointy, and so it looks that's more true. like Gaston. So I don't know, but, but I'm assuming it's Corcus. ain't showing, so yeah, I, yeah. It's, I'm assuming it's Corcus because he's just like, oh fuck, like he's just so stoked that uh, <laughs> that Guts got punched. Um, and I mean, it's a real punch. Guts has like got the fucking. He's got like a honeymooners, like oh, like fucking, right, right, you know, yep. uh, a lot of great um, stunt work here by Guts, uh, face work here. But um, he he he's like, whatever, fuck this, you're a crazy bitch, and walks away. He's like, I'll talk to him later, I guess. And but then Rickert makes the point that he thinks guts is right. He's like, um, he says Griffith does feel like he has drifted away from us somehow. Um, as some would say based Rickard. <laughs> uh, I don't know. But I cannot. People still fucking say based <laughs> and they say bias instead of biased. Oh, he's bias instead of putting the ED on there. Dress me fucking nuts. Anyway. Um, I all this is the this is the scene that I always remember. It cuts to guts, cuts to guts on the uh, uh, the stairway, um, which makes me want to also also quote Wayne's World and say no stairway denied. <laughs> um, but uh, that's your mission tonight. You need to go home. I'm working Wayne's, on it, watch, man. Watch, I'm watch Wayne's World <laughs> has nothing to do with Berserk or any of its themes. But uh, anyway, so he's training with the sword. He's he's just toxic masculinitying the the um uh the thoughts of this woman away right he's just raging uh trying to get out his frustration very angry like like to where he's going to kill someone face like uh that was a weird sentence to where he going to kill someone to where he's he has a like i'm gonna kill someone (laughs) cuts to nuts to butts cuts um but uh, he's and and he key key moment here he specifically remembers when she called him a mad dog yeah that makes him super angry so um griffith comes along to come with guts no he comes along on the stairs very casual and they're just kind of pondering the nature of of something like zod and griffith is very very again all as always he's like it's pretty crazy huh that that thing fucking exists (laughs) and it almost makes you believe like gods and shit exist too right there's something else out there you know and just again taking it like only a psychopath would talk about that event like this and not be traumatized because like guts is you know he's experiencing it like most of us would feel whether we could fight it or not right but where he's just like that fucking thing was crazy like what like like it felt like you know i think griffith actually to be fair says it felt like a nightmare he does say he says the words like i was pretty scared but you know i had to do what i had to do but um and i thought it was interesting when he's like don't you mean devils like yes and then griffith saying aren't they the same thing and i was like yo hold on that right there is almost a direct quote from Hellraiser. Oh yeah, yeah. Because yeah. they literally in the movie say, as they show up, angels to some, demons to others. Yeah, exactly. Mm. Yeah, yeah. And yes, Mira obviously fully, you know, talked about how he was obsessed with Hellraiser, Clive Barker stuff. Yeah. Um and when also, I read that, I was like, holy shit, that's like the line. Yeah, <laughs> the yeah. Movie. Oh, yeah, because that's what Brent, our friend in our armor group, was uh saying like you're like oh all these dumb people say that like that stuff happened in berserk first but it's like it was hellraiser and i'm like it's it's like it's fine like i was like the creator it's, totally it's says that you love hellraiser and whatever yeah. too but uh yes. but uh Craig gets a little heated about things sometimes we love oh him. yeah he was bumming out craig pretty hard so. yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh 
uh, mostly because he was just saying like fucking cunt a million times in front of his kids really well, loudly. That, and then like <laughs> rattling him about questions that he couldn't well, answer. I asked Craig, I was like, sorry about, I was like, Brent's a really good guy. He was just super drunk. And I, did I tell you, I don't think I told you, Steve, um, that I drove him home that, that night. Oh, because, Jesus. So Ryan and so. Brent hung out uh, a lot later and we were talking at the little counter table that I have here. Yeah. And Brent was <laughs> literally just like, I can, I can, I'm trying to listen, but I have the spins really fucking bad right now. And if I keep doing oh. this and the spins, See, will the meat, the meat will get you because he drank, um, whiskey, like, beer, and mead. Lot. Like he had, he had some triple hazy APAs. He did not have <laughs> the Irish buff. All right. That's all, that's all I'm going to say. <laughs> uh, and then he, he drank probably himself at least half of that bottle of whiskey yeah. as well, which well, I, and then the mead, which was all sugar and some and of the alcohol. meat too. Yeah. Yes. So, uh, that meat was very good. It was, but, um, uh, anyway, record scratch. Yes. <laughs> so yeah, Griffith and uh or sorry, Griffith. Yeah, Griffith and Guts still talking. Guts brings up or Griffith goes, Hey, I passed out, you know, how the hell did I even get, you know, saved? How did I get taken out of there? And Guts explains that when Zod saw the Bayhillet, he freaked out. And he doesn't tell him about the whole, you know, doesn't tell him about the whole uh prophecy thing. And yeah, that's all in his head. <laughs> yes. Yes. The whole talk is all in his head. But uh uh, and then Griffith just, you know, has this little kid reaction. He's like, oh, wow, gee, great. This thing fights off evil spirits, too. That's awesome. I'll have to thank that gypsy lady um, who yep. we're supposed to call Romani travelers now. But um, <laughs> uh, but um, yeah, so I have a whole fucking set of notes here that I just keep looking away from and then losing my spot. Well, basically, they kind of have a little moment, you know, yes. the trees are blowing. And then all of a sudden, you're oh, like, yeah. wait a second. What's so, going on here? Something else blew up, too. He's reminiscing about three years ago. He's like, Jesus yeah. Christ, you remember that? Like, aren't you? What kind and, of uh, weird? Right, you bring up something in a conversation that's yeah. not related. Yeah, you'll God, totally you might have thought this as well, Steve. Yeah. Uh, but you'll get this, at least. The he, Griffith has a Don Draper moment in the elevator with Guts, where he's like, right, right, he's right. like, you still thinking about that fucking conversation yeah. three years ago? <laughs> and he's because he, he he says uh, he's like, oh, you're you can be so picky sometimes, you know. Um, but but also a very narcissistic kind of sociopath. Like it's like, oh, I just keep moving on through life and thinking about my goal. Whereas is you know, Guts is like a more normal person where you have these kind on of milestone moments. moments, yeah, that really define you, good or bad, or in between. And most people think about those and remember, as opposed to we've all, we all know people that are like just in it for just the goal and they are willing to do whatever it takes or throw anyone under the bus, um, collect them all. Yeah. Yeah. Or into a pile <laughs> of demons, uh, just to get what they want. So, yeah. um, but yeah, he wants to know why after the whole talk three years ago, whole talk, um, uh, <laughs> Where he said, you're just too reckless guts. You know, you fight like you don't care about your life, blah, 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 blah. But then he goes and puts himself at risk to save guts in the face of this massive monster. And we just get, I mean, this is fucking romance novel talk uh, where, and, and I made a point here. So serious point. I really, something all kind of gelled together uh, when I let the cum dry in my pants. No, that's a. Uh, <laughs> Whoa. I, realized, I realized there was a penny in there and then it was like a surprise. I yeah. dug it out like the little fake dinosaur eggs. Like when you're in preschool, you can kind of dig for eggs and you crack out the little dinosaur toy. Uh, but it was a cum penny. <laughs> yes. So almost the same. Uh, no, the way that Mira writes and, and structures the word bubbles is like he uses he, like very 
eloquently uses um, ellipses, so the three dots, right? And he almost makes like I've I've read it. I've I've read this is my third time at least reading this section of of the the manga. And I'm like, God, like it's he's almost writing in meter, like in some sort of rhythmic meter. It's not rhyming. I mean, it doesn't have to rhyme, but like he's saying things like when he says, um, uh, let me see. Oh, no, it's here. Um, when he says, uh, do I need a reason each time? And then it's I put myself in harm's way for your sake. It's almost like a haiku or something where it's like, you know, big syllable, little syllable, big, whatever. But um it just becomes very poetic the way that he writes things and this moment is supposed to be very kind of poetic slow like right. it's such little dialogue for each picture and uh but yeah he says do i really need a reason each time i put myself in harm's way for your sake right which is like very much usually what like the male the, the male heteronormative hero would say to the damsel right like i'll just keep saving you because i just love you with all it's my inside of me yeah, yeah. <laughs> with all my insights <laughs> and, and this is also important for guts because guts is interpreting this as like oh wait he went from i want you i will have you yeah. like guts doesn't have a say into it like oh no like i'm doing this because I don't need a reason. Like you are the reason. Right. Like, it's, and it's like, Oh, and wait. the rays are nails. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. The Shaw Shaw is like the yeah. audience cheering for them to start right. singing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Shaw. Papa Roach or whatever shitty band that is. <laughs> um, I think it is Papa Roach, but, I uh, no, I don't think that was Papa Roach. No, was like something else, but, Oh, we're going to find out right now. Like good Charlotte or something. Uh, <laughs> no, it's not good Charlotte, you fucking idiot. How could you ever think that? And now, oh my God, my fucking <laughs> Chrome is going insane. And the reason... Hey, Paul, can you pull that up? <laughs> <laughs> Jamie, pull up uh, And the Reason Is You. <laughs> Joe Rogan's producer. Um, Non-copyrighted version. Hoobastank. Papa Roach and yeah. Hoobastank. I get confused a lot, but uh, anyway. Um... But yeah, that's the, I mean, yeah, it's the end of the chapter. chapter, Right. And so, but I mean, it is, it is interesting. Like you were saying, Ryan, like it's almost like Griffith is saying like, come on, don't you know that like we spent all this time together? We were all bonded. Don't you know that? Like, I love you. Like you're, we're not, I'm not saying that in a, in a humorous way. It's like, you know, that like when people live together and like are a family that they grow to love each other and want to not have them die or have harm come to them. Right. Um, Or, or have come harm. Sometimes the pressure is too backed up and fucking takes an eye out or something, you know? Yeah, it's what? Blow a vein. What's up, Lil Vane? Yeah, I blew a guy named Lil Vane. <laughs> <laughs> and we were listening to Lil Wayne, but... Yeah. And I thought it was him, but he was like, no, here's why I'm called Lil Vane. And not yeah, Lil he's Wayne. a Dracula rapper and only comes out on Halloween. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was his Lil Vane becomes a big vein and then... Oh, well, that too, hard, yeah. right? Um, you know, a cum vein, you know, cause cum comes out of the vein. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> what? Uh, the pee is stored in the balls. Cause what is it? It's like, Oh, got to drain the main vein. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then eat some low main. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, that's a, I mean that fucking fucking packed couple of chapters. I mean, we could have done any one of those chapters and they were all pretty rich actually. But once again, fucking mirror is pacing top notch. Right. So, mm-hmm. um, I I don't uh I don't have a lot of critiques of the pacing until much later in the manga and usually that's because the more recent years like it's it's so plot heavy 
that you almost get tired because it, be, it becomes a lot more like um, I would never say it's mid tier. It's not, but it becomes a lot more kind of standard and structure where it's like, okay, we have to fight this thing. Here's the kind of attack that's doing. Okay. You, this character, you have to help him do this. Then he has to do this. That it's, it's all just kind of action plans and stuff. And that gets kind of almost tiring because it's just so much as so much happens, which usually, you know, manga, it's like, hey, a lot of people will say not enough happens. They're just talking all the time or whatever, mm-hmm. um, like Vinland Saga season two. But um, Vikings. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, I uh, as always, I love this. I'm excited for volume six to begin next time. That was the end of volume five. Um, yeah. Do uh favorite lines i already talked about my favorite line which was the scary um but what was your (laughs) favorite line steve uh i'm gonna i'll do the hellraiser one because it's uh changed in just enough way and like that's a classic line a lot of metal bands use it Mm. morger has it cut in uh one of their albums um but yeah it just that you know is the bayonet rubbing off on him in such a way that he knows and thinks that or is this just the way that just shows he just doesn't care again about anything like yeah god's like most people when you say oh angels aren't gonna go well they could be considered demons too right it's not like uh a common who's worshiping them exactly so uh i thought yeah i like that line and how he changed it up and uh it's it's a good one you brought up a really good point that i never thought about and i don't think miura ever reveals it but the fact that i never thought does the Behalit actually have an effect on the people that wear it? Right. Right. Cause I was like, is it the Not, one ring? Yes. You exactly, yeah. Like exactly. Frodo starts right. getting changed just by having it in his right. possession. Is, right. is it like inserting code into the causality program that says, Hey, start shaping the program to be like this end point or set of endpoints instead of this set of endpoints. Like you never, no, it, he never talks about it like the one ring where it's like, oh, Griffith felt the effect of yeah, it was yeah, weighing him down, yeah, like yeah. all that stuff. And of course, we know the literal effect is turning people into apostles, right? Right. Um, I'd and, be more inclined to think of Griffith as like a magnet to mm-hmm. the causality. So, like when the when the the, the is essentially just an emblem showing, hey, this guy is the guy. Right. Right. Like, right. Yeah, he's it, a. Marker. It would be interesting if that was the case, yeah. but I think Griffith is just like that because his his uh, I was about to say teammates. The hawkers, you know, they're <laughs> they're uh, they're all like under the opinion of like when Griffith's eyes are drawn like a hawk, mm-hmm. you know, he's he's evil Griffith. Yeah. And then when he's all carefree, he's carefree Griffith, yeah. you know, you know, post uh, post bucket water, right. you know, nude Griffith. Yeah, right? they, they've said he's like two yeah. people sometimes. So it seems like he's just always like this. And yeah. now there is a specific moment when I think that there are people influencing his you know, his thoughts mm-hmm. uh, when the Bayhill sure. comes into play later. Yeah. But right now it's, it's just Griffith doing his, his thing. Well, and that's, that's a good point, but also we only have ever known Griffith yeah. since having the Bayhill. I was just going to say, is there a pre Bayhill? Right. Well, we get to actually, maybe his fortune change. No, no spoilers, but we do get to see a more childlike version right. of Griffith. Yeah, in a very pivotal moment. Exactly. Yeah. We see some so, flashback, which, you know, whatever, not a spoiler, yeah. but yeah. it's uh. Uh, that's like the only time we truly get into Griffith's head, it seems like. And so, um, but yeah. still you can then argue, oh, well, if he's a kid, he's just going to think differently because he's a kid. Right. But, right. Um, but that you could then argue what the Bayhill <laughs> represents coming into his possession then is what ultimately corrupts him and sets him on the path of desiring power and all that. Right. So chicken or egg right. of the king. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 
Yeah, um, my favorite line was the last one because it's just so the last great. of us. I love that game. No. <laughs> Do I need a reason? Uh, uh, I put myself in harm's way. <laughs> Do I need a reason? Mm. Tell me for your sake. Mm. Actually, that actually that, wait. Is it right? Wait, way sake? No, that doesn't rhyme. Never mind. <laughs> what to say? Yeah, but that there is a term for that where there is a the the key, uh, the vowel symbol does rhyme, but the rest of it doesn't in some way. Mm. It's like a it's like a partial rhyme. I can't remember what's called term. a bad rapper. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah that was my sequel to line. Bad Santa. <laughs> Lil Vane's classic yeah. <laughs> <laughs> number one single. Yeah, Lil yeah. Vane's Revenge. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, I mean there were there were so many great lines. I probably would have picked that one. I probably, I, actually, I would have probably picked. Uh, God damn it! Why does it have to always be this way? But, but that scary line, I just can't. Uh, Too silly. Yeah, and just the way that he's just like she just like shakes and crumples just from guts. Guts looking at him with very hawkish eyes mm-hmm. in that scene too, which was kind of funny. Yeah. But and less um, pupil. That's, yeah, exactly. That's his classic thing to do. Yeah. White iris, less pupil. Um, sword report. Um. We will talk about uh, armor, weapons, techniques, uh, motionality, biomechanics, because uh, Ryan and I are in a medieval and renaissance martial arts organization. So even though we know it's dark fantasy, we'll just make some commentaries always. I always have some thoughts on how this kind of fighting and with these kinds of weapons and or not weapons is displayed. But um, I, I really liked um, how it doesn't really matter what tool is or isn't in your hand because guts is you know arguably just as good has just as good of an understanding of fighting motionality movement leverage causing pain whatever with a crutch as he does with his sword um or anything else right i mean you only ever use a sword but but i like that uh it it goes back to the when you're a when you truly you know understand uh arts of fighting they tend to all come to the, the, at least the ones that aren't sportified tend to all come to the conclusion that you realize that you are the weapon, not the things that you have in your hand or don't or whatever. And that you can almost, you could pick up anything, any sort of tool, especially as a tool using species and kind of understand the, um, uh, what you could do with it and not do with it. What, you know what I mean? So, yeah. um, I like just the, you know, he can, yes, he's a sword guy, but, it doesn't matter. He can, you know, whatever's laying around. Uh, just like the superpower of the guy in that Wanted comic where his his superpower was he could literally pick up literally any object and have an innate understanding of how to perfectly use it as a weapon. Weaponize it. Yeah. Hmm. yeah. Interesting. Yeah. And then also in, in the scene where he's just taken out his anger on Casca being kind of a little bit uh, not nice yeah, to him. Kind um, of a crazy bitch. Yeah, just a little bit. His words, uh, not mine. <laughs> my words also no i'm just kidding no. uh and it shows like him cutting like leaves that are falling essentially with his oh, with his yeah. big sword it's it's a little detail it's hard to see unless mm. you like look at the sound effects but like if you think about it leaves are going to get out of the way of something that that big mm-hmm. unless he has just essentially flash like speed right like, right he, he's He's, it's just showing again that like he's extremely quick with this and it doesn't matter that it's hulking. He doesn't even have mm. to throw his weight in the opposite direction. He can just maintain this very stiff, yeah. like just standing pose. He doesn't have to do any kind of movement except for his arms. Yeah. Um, and he can cut leaves like this. So I thought that was pretty I didn't even notice that. That's good. I've, I've, after, even though that scene has been burned into my brain, I've never thought about that part. Um, 
Kim cutting wars. That's good. And um, honestly, for the for the actual like cutting here against Zod, there's really not much because it's kind of just Zod beating them up. Like, mm-hmm. there's not really a whole lot of like, wow, that yeah, sword yeah. strike was crazy. Not much of it's a like, fight. The yeah. claw, the claw hit was crazy. I mean, yeah. that's that's about it. But yeah, yeah Zod yeah. went to uh, Disney's California Adventure, got one of those big turkey legs, and just fucking <laughs> yeah. came back real fast <laughs> on a rampage. Just yeah. shows how fast Zod is at flying around, <laughs> flying from Europe to. I mean, he could. I, I don't know if they sell the turkey legs at Paris Disney, but <laughs> yeah, they could. Yeah, and he said, "This is Clawson." <laughs> <laughs> this is Clawson, and he took a no. bite of that pickle just to show how crispy it was. And, yeah, no. or no, is that a classic <laughs> or claw? I don't know which one's supposed to be crispy. Oh God, yeah, I don't know the story. Oh God, no, what classic? <laughs> um, who does Lil Rickert who? Need, need to slap the most in this chapter? Who annoyed you most in Ooh. this chapter? The, the foppish men as usual. Of course, yeah. I think this is an easy. Um, no one, no one else really annoyed me per se. Yeah, that is that is tough. I mean, I don't even think I would slap Casca because I mean she's just dealing with her own shit in her own way. Yeah, by being you know a crazy bitch. You know? Yeah, <laughs> his words, not mine. No, like I, that, Mira but. does a great job of genuinely, even if you don't know what happens, of genuinely not making you just hate her because she doesn't do it all the time. And she she always gives the puppy dog eyes after. Yes, she does it frequently. Yeah, there's always um, artwork to support that this is coming from a place of pain and sadness, not from just "I think you're a dick" for these reasons, right? I, I think uh, I would want to slap uh, if that reaction panel does oh, indeed yeah. have Corcus. <laughs> I think he hasn't received a, a slap in a while. He yeah. probably needs one to wake himself That's up. Well, you know, he needs an occasional slap just to him back show in. that we, we don't like Corcus. <laughs> Take him a peg or two. I down. think we're going to yeah. have a lot of uh, Rickert slaps needed, though, in the coming chapters, because there's going to be a lot of royalty Nudity? and Wait. aristocracy <laughs> and all that kind of stuff. So uh, uh, a lot of annoying characters. But um um were you, oh i see both saying the the royalty or the the nobles. yes no i, I, I did it quick yeah it's like nobody else really annoying me except the uh when those guys come on it's more annoying that i'm like oh the action's gonna slow down right so now I, we're back to reality yeah mm. um but uh we skipped griffith observatory i'm sorry about that but yeah what did we talked a little bit about it earlier yeah, yeah I, we, my 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 um uh explanation of like it's cool but all, a cool moment but also very sociopathic of how griffith um saved guts even though i'm glad he did he did do that very correctly he was very right in saving guts and um uh yeah but there's a lot of griffith in this uh in these chapters so i don't know do you guys have any difference for for me uh in my very um virus memed brain out here like i it's (laughs) like i'm i'm plagued by this shit because i'm online a lot um (laughs) but like when when it shows, like when Griffith and his goons show up with the the arrows, you know the, the what did mm. you guys call it? The bow bow cocky, bow cocky. Or something, bow cocky. Right? Yeah. yeah. And it just shows his face. I immediately thought because I've just fucking saw Kill Bill when they're introducing <laughs> the different people. The like oh, that, that fucking stupid. sound effect. <laughs> Western. And, and the second thing is when Griffith falls after being hit by the uh, oh. the column, mm-hmm. his hair is like like what is going on there? He is just like I, I thought of like the Little Mermaid or something. He was just oh, yeah. perfectly like the sleeping angel like yeah, this, yeah. Uh, oh like, yeah wow like that's that's impressive yeah i mean griffith is really never shown it, until an upcoming part never shown with any sort of lack of beauty or perfection or whatever even when he the rare times that he you know 
not even fucks up but just gets gets hit or something like that you know yeah it's <laughs> i don't even know is, it, yeah. is his mouth even no it's just yeah. like he's gritting his teeth there's a little there's just a tiny lo- bit I mean, of blood he looks to like scar's face. he looks like he would be having a classic like iku anime orgasm from as a you know girl you know in a hentai <laughs> or something but it's like oh, but it's that little bit of like pained but good good pain you know yeah that all orgasms <laughs> Right. <laughs> what? <laughs> uh yes i would agree with joey <laughs> uh, a tender moment um i also um, think i mean griffith always in during downtime he always goes and talks to guts and i also wonder does he do this with his other kind of leaders like does he go have a talk with maybe not pippin but does he go have a talk with Costco, like i don't know i'm, I'm well, could be that's why she's jealous because like that, yes, he yeah, has yeah. these moments where she's like well he has more. Otherwise, he's just yeah, kind of talking yeah, to everyone. Yeah. But uh, but in terms of getting his own, uh, keeping his own ambition at the forefront, he's always making sure that his favorite toy feels loved and cherished. So he's always putting in those those conversations, those touch bases, you know, yeah, you know, weekly yeah. touch bases. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> God, I fu- oh, fuck. I fucking hate that. Um, the term, I didn't realize it was a uh, a corporate term anywhere else, but the my internship their office also has huddle rooms which just brought back all mm, sorts of yeah. terrible sense go. memories from uh, working where we worked before but um but anyway but um yeah i think uh There's pretty that much wraps her up yes. um, we want to thank you as always for supporting the show subscribing to the show uh follow us over on instagram i forgot last week to promote the instagram there's not much there except Instagram stories right now. But uh, yeah, I do the stories when we uh, record at least. Yeah, but yeah we'll, but, we'll get some uh, other content going. I have to find our flavor of how we post stuff on there. But uh, yeah. uh, no guts, no glory. PC on Instagram. Uh, if you like me and Steve's voices and come jokes, you can watch uh, other Twitch streams. But you can listen mostly to <laughs> our other podcasts, uh, probing ancient aliens. There are lots of other shows on that same feed, but. Uh, about 300 episodes of Probing Ancient Aliens and then another, I don't know, 100 or so of um, Hungry for Skinwalker Ranch, uh, Probing Gaia, uh, all sorts of just kind of uh, paranormal UFO, high strangeness based stuff, a lot of consciousness stuff lately with Probing Gaia where we're talking about stuff on the Gaia Network, which is like a new age streaming service. Um, So lots of crystals, lots of... um, meditating to call aliens to you and have ex- have paranormal experiences on purpose things like that so uh, our first episode was about ram ass ram das the famous uh kind of yogi american yogi philosopher kind of guy but uh, good stuff over there we have a patreon for that content patreon.com slash probing ancient aliens where we have um some random stuff we're talking about kind of whatever we like once a month as a whole podcast but then we also have adventurous ghosts our ghost adventures podcast and uh i don't know if you've been seeing the instagram steve we talked about it before but zach straight up just flexing oh yeah i saw that his yeah, bicep flex and tricep yeah, showing yeah. now he's back in the gym again so um but because uh, it's been a lot of long sleeve shirts for him not a lot of short sleeve stuff even in hot weather the last few seasons so he's felt ashamed of his skinny arm but uh, oh, anyway. shredding season uh thank you as always for listening we'll be back with no guts no glory in two weeks time with uh the uh next chapter in uh what is it the master Volume of the sword six. master of the sword yes um part two and probably one or two others as usual this this kind of set of chunks is uh seems like a good 
meaty amount of content to talk about. Um, other than that, Griffith is bye. 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 bye.